want to remind you, go to HankStrange.com. Very important. Sign up for the email list. Uh, this is how we're keeping in touch with everyone with all the things going on. Also, check out Lola's Deals. You can go through Hank Strange or you can go to Lola'sDeals.com. There's daily deals there if you're looking for the stuff that Lola posts up daily to help you all save money. We've got promo codes. We've got stuff from Fort Scott Sportsman's Guide up there. All those good things. Uh, also, links to the merch store, which is on Ballistic Inc., very important if you want to help support the situation over here to do all of this. Um, I also want to thank Harry's Holsters for sponsoring the show. Harry's Holsters is awesome. You could use the code HankStrange. That gets you 10% off at Harry's Holsters. All right. I think that's pretty much it. We're going to get into some other stuff here in a second. But let me press the button. Open Welcome the back show. To there the we Hank go. Strange Bam. situation. Make sure you Lifestyles guys subscribe, thumbs up, loaded. ring the bell so you could be notified on every time we go live, which we are right now. Um, can I see your jazz hands? Can I see jazz hands? Shane, I know you remember the jazz hands. There we go. I hope you got your big girl panties on because we are live. This is episode 574. A nice number. Wow. Wow. Yeah, man. Nice Very number. Cool. Yes, I think we had Shane the late Boy Scout on. I don't even remember what episode. I don't know. Maybe we have to look that up. See, the last time we had him on, it was it probably... It was quite a while ago. Was it 100 and something? I don't, I don't know. We don't have uh, you don't on enough. I remember, honestly. Yeah, we don't that's have true. you on that enough, man. We don't. We need to and do that. That's my more. fault. That's my fault. Yeah, because you're so busy, you know. We got you, only, we got you yeah. locked down right now because of the COVID-19 situation. <laughs> So That's you, right. You got no excuses. <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere else to be. <laughs> right. So my guest tonight, like I said, Shane, the late Boy Scout, he's here. He's on YouTube. If you guys don't know about him, you better get up on that YouTubes and subscribe to the late Boy Scout. We also have Babyface P, which you need to get up on there and subscribe <laughs> to the BFP as well. I'm, I'm building slowly. I'm building slowly. Yes. That's oh. that's awesome. That's what we all started at zero. Right, Shane? <laughs> uh trying to remember but yeah i believe it was zero i started off with zero subscribers yeah. <laughs> what you had some built-in subscribers i didn't know about maybe. <laughs> yeah i don't think that's he's a feature a, yet no yeah, i think everybody starts at zero yeah i mean he's in utah so you know you never know utah you never know yeah that's right yeah. <laughs> do things differently here yes absolutely absolutely all right so like i said shane's here shane what's up man long time I can't remember hey, the last time I even saw you. Uh, was uh, it a shot show? It might have been a shot show. It might have been. Uh, but definitely it's been way too long. So it's real good to see you again, man. Yeah. Talk to you. Same here, man. Uh, your background's awesome. Looks like you're in some kind of music studio. Do you also um, do hip-hop in there? Of, no, no hip-hop. Not really. Yeah. I did play music years ago. I think we yeah. talked about that yeah, once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did we talk about dude. that? Yeah, I've heard, yeah, some of, I've heard your stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, I played in bands years, like way before I was married or had kids. And, uh, you know, I've sort of gotten, you know, excited about just playing music for the fun of it again, mm -hmm. even though I'm not, I'm still no good. Mm -hmm. But um, it was always my thing where I wanted to not just play some music and, and get good, but I wanted to be in a group and I wanted to perform and I wanted to write music and all that stuff. And I realize that there's so much stress attached to all those things that the real joy is going to come from just enjoying picking up an instrument and playing around on it. And so that's something I've gotten a little bit more into lately. Still no good, but I definitely enjoy kind of picking up guitars and picking up 
uh, instruments now again, now and again. Yeah. And this is not necessarily related to that, but it is partly. Um, yeah, I just decided to sort of break down and try to make a, a, a good space for doing some quality recording. And so my, if you're, if you're curious about this, sort of the way my studio works, I've got some musical instruments in here, but I've also got uh, this wall where um, what I would normally do is I have my tabletop backed up to that wall, mm -hmm. some lights going down to the tabletop for doing my knife review or whatever it may be. And it has really cut down on the echo and the sort of the, the bleed and the bad sounds that come from, you know, trying to make audio work. Yeah. And this definitely is effective. So it was a good investment just for making the videos a little bit better. I think it does kind of look cool, but yeah, it's, it's primarily to just sort of uh, help this room be a better acoustic space for doing some of the things I do. Yeah. Did you actually have to, I've, um, I've used this acoustic foam before. Did you have to use lots of glue to get that up on the walls? I'll tell you a little secret. I didn't use a single drop of glue. What mm -hmm. I did was I used really small brads, little nails, and mm -hmm. I just very, very carefully just tacked every single piece into the wall. And so mm -hmm. there's a lot of tiny little holes in the wall, but they seem to be doing the job with keeping it up there. Um, I did I did find since the wall behind it is actually not painted black or dark or anything like that, I did find that there were little bitty cracks between each piece of foam that came through as white. Mm -hmm. And I actually kind of went through that with a bunch of gaffers tape and just got tried to clean it up so it looked a little better. But mm. that has no acoustic effect. Um, but no, I did not have to do any gluing. Um, I, I have heard people say that, you know, lots of different glues, uh, some glues just don't work. They just don't hold them up. Yeah. And so you have to be real careful about what you use to actually adhere these to something. And some folks will do, uh, they'll get a, a big sheet of cardboard and then they'll, glue them to the cardboard and then they'll pin or tack the cardboard to the wall, which does make a ton of sense because, um, you know, you're not worried about all these individual pieces. You're worried about big sheets of pieces. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it does seem to make more sense as far as the durability and the longer lasting. Um, yeah. If you're, I mean, this is, pro this is, this is going to fall in the category of only the guys who are into music and audio and stuff like that will that is very true will enjoy it which i do like i've had a studio i've had studios everywhere uh yeah. you know the uh the acoustic foam is always a big deal i i don't know yeah. if i have any of my acoustic foam left i had some like purple acoustic foam i don't know i think lola wound up selling that or something at mm. some point i'm trying to or or it's in one of the sheds somewhere being mm. eaten and used for, to make nests and stuff like that uh for my squirrels so yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Okay, so shout out to everyone who's joining us in the chat. Smash those thumbs ups. Uh, let us know if you guys have questions. We'll get into stuff. Um, Babyface, what's up with you? I think I haven't seen you in like at least 24 hours. Uh, at, at most? 24 hours? Yeah. When was I on last? Let's say Thursday. I was on Monday. Uh, no, no, not, not, Tuesday, much, not much. Tuesday. Tuesday. There was was on, no oh, Monday. that's right. I was on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, not much has changed since then. Uh, the weather here in Florida is is sucking, but yeah, we get used to it. <laughs> yeah, um, it's too bad too because that whole SpaceX launch. Uh, you guys, I'm assuming we're all nerds right now. I'm pretty sure they were yeah. supposed to launch some more some actual people at this time, right? Yeah, they were supposed to launch yesterday. SpaceX did it not happen? No, the rain. So, yeah, I mean it, it's it's been off and on storming, and it's yeah. been crazy off and on storming. Where mm -hmm. like yesterday. I don't know if you spent it with had any time with your windows open, but yesterday mm -hmm. it went from like bright sunny to like 
thunderstorms to bright sunny to thunderstorms like twice in a day. It was mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you know that's a problem. I was actually looking at um, I was looking at the the whole launch thing and they scrubbed it and everything and it was really interesting to me. I'm I'm into space. You know, and SpaceX is like, this is going to be, if they can make this, I think it's going Saturday now. I don't know about the weather. If you had the ability, would you go to space? Me personally. Like, if somebody was like, hey, we'll stick you in a spacesuit and send you up to space for a week, would you do it? Yeah, I would do it. What about you, Shane? Would you really? I would go. I'd I'd have to say yes. That's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I would go. Yeah. I mean, how can I then if I don't if I turn down that opportunity, I am not allowed to be sci-fi anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's right, man. Turn in your card. Yeah. Turn it in. And it looks You're so not a geek anymore. Yeah. I, I encourage everyone to look at this now. Like the I was looking at the live stuff when they literally took them out of the pod. And um, it's still a small space, but the spacesuits are smaller, lighter. Mm-hmm. It's not like it used to be. It's you know it, it looks, they look so futuristic mm. now. Like, yeah. They look like mm. modern futuristic. Yeah, we're getting ready for Space Force. Space Force is going to happen. <laughs> Why are you guys laughing? It's a thing. <laughs> so why does Trump know that we don't? And why did he make the Space Force? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Space Force is awesome. Well, Go ahead. I don't think it's going to be like uh, the James Bond movie Moonraker. No. <laughs> but I kind of wish I wish it were. You know, I wish it was like that. I wish we could look up to this to the sky and go, there's a fight going up on, you know, going on up there right now. And it's lasers and it's awesome. I wish we could say that, but we'll never be able to say that. I don't think it's ever going to be that way. What mm. I've I've read things and I've heard people talk about Space Force and what its purpose is. And it actually makes a lot of sense if it's just going to be, um, you know, a focused uh, group or or force for I guess sort of protecting our interests in space. And there's a lot of satellites up there mm-hmm. and a lot of, I guess, defensive, you know, advantages to sort of cr- controlling that area. So mm-hmm. it does make a lot of sense to have some, you know, group, a force that's dedicated to that, whatever I that mean, looks like. We, I think we have like tactical advantage anywhere in the world because of our like satellite systems. Yeah. Like the, the guys on the ground literally now have like, panels that they can be like oh okay this is where we're going like it's pretty crazy yeah and and we're gonna lose a tactical advantage if we don't at least occupy the moon if we let china <laughs> occupy the moon we're done okay there's not i'm not joking this is for real i mean i mean really they could, they could screw with our satellites absolutely yeah, yeah. no that's true yeah that's true yeah they could but set we up also need a big laser cannon up there yes yeah. absolutely yeah i mean we, we there's no <laughs> at way at some point there's no way in hell we can let China go there and set up lasers and stuff like that on the moon. Is there and start is, sniping is there us? Any rules? Are there any rules about? Because the, there's like rules about Antarctica where it's like no country can go and claim Antarctica. It's like for research only. Are there rules like that about the moon where it's like no 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 you can't own so. the moon. Nobody owns the moon. Oh no, we're gonna own the moon. Well, the U.S. is going to own the moon. The moon belongs to America. <laughs> we already put a flag Not on a that flag up there, man. That's yeah. Right. That's right. That's ours. 
Okay, we that belongs to us. We have to go up there and claim it before China or India or someone else lands up there, and then it's going to be like a whole thing. Uh, Alaskan ballistic, Alaskan Alaskan ballistics, excuse me, gave us two bucks here. He says from Alaskan Alaskan ballistics. If I if I could say it properly, I don't know. I've got like Alaskan ballistics Tourette's. Or something like that going on. Uh, shout out to everyone. I saw uh, Wield and Well Armed is here in the chat. Um, so sh- it looks like you know the the symbol is a guy in a wheelchair with a gun. So shout out to that person. I'm not sure. Do you guys know who that is? Wield and Well Armed. I, I do not. Oh, okay. We got to look into Kathleen, that. Off my head. Kathleen yeah, Music Lover wants to know, uh, mm-hmm. Late Boy Scout, what's your favorite pistol? That's like the, oh. the hardest question to answer ever, but that is the hardest question to answer ever. <laughs> and I cannot, I was informed that we don't have the rules in regards to this live stream say that I cannot show you. The exactly. That yeah. About yeah. Right now. Don't even but, look uh, at anything. If there's anything around you don't. Okay. Yeah. Keep I'm your fingers. I'm just looking at my phone. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at my phone, not because I'm bored with you guys, but because I have on here a picture and I'm told that we can show pictures yes. and videos yes. on our phones. Yes. So give me a second. I have something on here. Here it is. Mm-hmm. Give me one second. I got to scroll backwards <laughs> and make this work. I don't know how to make my phone work. The no, is that it? Yeah. Boom. Is that your so okay. Oh, I, you know, I've had this I've had this thought in my head where I'm like, I need yeah. a classy suit gun. I really, really need a classy suit gun. And that's that's it. That's like the epitome of classy suit gun. Yeah, it's the now this is the PPK. It's not the PPKS. So you guys know the difference? Mm-mm. No. Between the PPK and PPKS? Uh, okay. okay, so there's um, a lot of folks say the PPKS is just the PPK sport, mm-hmm. but it's it's there's kind of more to it than that. And I can't give you the history very cleanly, at least not from memory. But it has more to do with like import way back in the day and how you know what they were able to legally bring into the United States and so forth. And so I think that Walder actually created the PPKS for import purposes because okay. um, they couldn't bring the the standard PPK in. Um, and I think that's I think. Guys, if anybody's in the comment section that can correct me on the history, I think yeah. that's the reason why. I mean, why. I'm rocking the Walther shirt, but I have no clue. Yeah. Um, yeah. Someone can let well, me know. From, yeah, I, from think that's the reason, <laughs> I think that's the reason why the PPKA, uh, sorry, the standard PPK and also the PPKS were built in the United States by like Interarms and Smith and Wesson for a while. Um, I think part of it is because Walther, based in Germany, couldn't build guns mm-hmm. because of like World War II. Okay. Uh, packs yeah. and stuff like that. And that so makes it sense. was it was outsourced to somebody in France and then it became built in the United States for a while. Um, but it's only recently come back into Walder's hands again and they're in the United States again at yeah. this point they're, with a factory here. Yeah. As you know. <clears throat> and so for anybody that's watching, we also if you guys aren't aware, we have some like really, really crazy archaic point system for what can be imported. That's why like the Glock twenty what is it, twenty four and twenty five have never been imported. Because they don't, they don't follow that like stupid point system, right, like it's weird. caliber and so, oh. like there's this whole, yeah, there's this whole thing about what can and can't be imported. It's, and I think, yeah, and I think that the PPKS and TPK got caught up in that a little bit. So the probably. PPKS, the short version of it is PPKS has one more round, slightly longer uh, frame grip frame, 
And okay. the PPK, obviously down one round and has a slightly shorter grip frame. And so um, that was the one that I have always wanted, the PPK, not the PPKS. And I've shot the PPKS plenty of times. That's cool. But mm-hmm. the, the, just having that shorter grip that just is that much more concealable and that mm-hmm. much more um, similar to what it, it, James Bond carries. Yeah, exactly. that's what I was going to say. That's <laughs> yeah. like, somehow. So, I mean, he's based in Europe, so none of these yeah. import laws affected him. So he had whatever he wanted, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so he had the one with the shorter grip frame. And it was much, you know, the current, the PPK, the, especially the one now built by Walther again, is so much closer to what, you know, they had in those stories and in those movies. And so it's just that much cooler because of that. Mm-hmm. Now, the only problem with the one that I have is that it's stainless steel, Whereas the one James Bond always carried was blued. Okay. So So that's, that's what that's what I was gonna say. I thought the S had to do with it being stainless steel. Nope. Nothing oh, to do with okay. it. Hmm. No, it comes in yeah. stainless and blued. Both of them do. Uh-huh. Uh, so the yeah, the blued one would be a little bit closer, well it would be that much closer mm-hmm. to being authentic because of its color. Uh, and it's finished, but um, yeah, that, but, yeah, the stainless in my opinion, to the just James because really cool. James Bond never he didn't rock the stainless ever, did he? Never, never in any of the movies yeah. that I saw, and I was okay. keeping a close eye on that. Oh, okay. I, I actually went through a lot of the Bond movies during this quarantine thing, mm-hmm. where I'd be like working from home, and so I'm listening to or watching uh, something on another screen, mm-hmm. and I got through a number of Bond movies, and uh, he, you know, the the movies are kind of weird because it was always stated that he carried this particular gun but then in different scenes depending on what the character needed to do they would Mm -hmm. swap out his gun yeah and so it might change to something that looked kind of similar or something that would fit a silencer or whatever but they would swap out his gun depending on the scene yeah a lot of hks yeah yeah and and different things yeah yeah different things and so he he, you know some of those older films you know again it was the standard blued ppk and that was kind of that was his thing so yeah i think the the stainless is probably hard to find now like there's a i think there's a high demand for them for some reason when i speak to yeah, the I think author are. guys yeah. they're also yeah. fairly expensive pistols like mm-hmm. they're not That's cheap true. guns mm-hmm. not at all mm-hmm. yeah this one the one i've got i think i mean it was it's like 650 700 or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. they're not cheap guns and it makes no sense at all to spend that much money on a 380 yeah, except exactly. nostalgia and it's a good 380 it's, it's a good yeah. it's a good yeah. 380 by the way i've shot i've shot them they're good oh, yeah. guns yeah yeah they're great solid guns but they make no sense for concealed carry <laughs> no sense well, cause at it, all. yeah because they're not you know it's not light <laughs> it's not lightweight it only yeah. holds six rounds i mean you could instead carry uh shield ez which has more rounds it's yeah. still i think might be lighter yeah. than the ppk uh, and Walther uh, has Walther has what is it the PPS? Walther has a three eighty yes. that's actually pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Yep. So it's probably more but, slim, slim, and mm-hmm. uh, just kind of more akin to what you know people build out of three eighties today. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, soul? LCP, LCP two, and so does forth. Does it? Does it have the soul of a PPK? No. <laughs> no, it's not. Nothing <laughs> does. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, the only part. thing that's got the soul of a, a PPK. Is probably a Makarov. The Makarovs have then they're they're related, I believe, as far as like the design. Mm-hmm. But and they they come apart very similarly, so I, I feel pretty safe in saying that. And I would say that either one of those two guns, yeah, they both have a lot of that soul, you know, a mm-hmm. lot of that yeah. that old timey European sort of feel to them. 
But, uh, you know, if you're really into the movies, then obviously the PPK is your choice. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I think that's a big part of everything that people do. You know, you got to give yeah. some kind of uh, credit to that. Scorched Earth Firearms gave us two bucks here. He says, uh, a big fan of the late Boy Scout. Love his videos. Oh, um, Thank you. He's basically like uh, smooth jazz in the desert. No, I'm adding that. I'm making that one up. I'm making that one up because I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. You like that? Oh, okay. I'm just teasing. I'm teasing uh, <laughs> Scorched Earth here <laughs> and Rod Mills and Babyface because he said that about Babyface and now I can't get that out of my brain. And he Hank, said baby Hank face is like problem. smooth jazz on the beach or something. It's, uh, Hank has problems with the guy love. He just you can't handle you can't handle two men just being nice with each no, other. No, no, hey, I'm okay. I'm not judgy. I'm not judgy, you know, to each his own. Uh you know, I'm a libertarian. Smooth jazz in the desert. It's great. <laughs> yeah. That's great. You can totally have that one. Um so Wield and Weld Arm said I sometimes carry a Walther CCP nice blowback, nine millimeter and accurate too. Um, so I'm assuming that Wield and Weld Arm is in a wheelchair, which is interesting to me for this reason. I know we didn't even plan this. I didn't know this. But did you guys hear about the dude who robbed, like, I think it was a, uh, uh, I think it was a jewelry store. Let me see if I can find this and throw it. Yes, this, I watched this the video. I know exactly what you're going to say. <laughs> was it the one with the, the tow gun? Yes. He used gonna... feet to try to rob a jewelry store? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I watched that video on 4chan, I think. It was just like, befuddled. What is happening? <laughs> yeah, like, man. Like, I'm sitting there like, do you realize you're, the cops don't have to look far to figure out who did this. Yeah, man in wheelchair. <laughs> I would like to know what Wield and Well-Arm thinks about this. Man in wheelchair holds up jewelry store while pointing a gun with his feet. With his feet. And, and the craziest oh thing is, and there's did video. you watch the video? Yes, I'm, I'm playing the video right now. I'm Wait, sorry. This, uses? yeah, this is amazing. He had an accomplice, but he's doing everything with his feet with this gun. The way he uses his feet is incredible. It looks like toe hands. It is yeah. crazy. Yeah. That guy's dedicated. Yeah. <laughs> no. So um, is he wearing? Is he wearing a Corona mask? It looks like he's wearing. Yes. A corona mask. They're being safe. Yeah. They're being safe yeah. while they're doing this, Shane. Oh, yeah. Man. Following all but, the COVID nineteen oh. rules. I guess this, you know, this whole thing is given a lot of advantages yeah. to people who want to conceal their identity, right? Right, right, right. So, now they're not a hundred percent being safe because his buddy is in front of that muzzle, but yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're so, and also he's shooting with his feet. Um, so, so I would like to know yeah. what Will the Weld Arm thinks about this, but also I would like to know from you guys which one of you guys would chance it. Because you go like, wait a second, I think I could be faster than this guy with his feet. Would you, would you, uh, would you, again? like, would you chance it? If you were the guy in the jewelry store, you had your sidearm on you, but you obviously didn't have, would you, would you try to go for your draw, even though he obviously already has the drop on you with his feet? Would you that in dude, your brain think, oh, I think I could, that I could do this. That dude has like orangutan feet where they're like finger feet i don't know if i would chance that like he's got some <laughs> some like dexterous toes i don't yeah. know about it yeah if somebody Shame. has the dexterity in their toes and in their feet to hold a firearm and actually point it at me yes. i'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt that they yeah. also know how to pull the trigger yes so i'm going to say no 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 
Yeah. That is not the way to die. Or even nope. if you don't die, you don't want to be in the hospital. Like, look, yep. I got shot by this dude who was holding the gun with man. his feet. <laughs> yeah. Mask foot man. Yeah. Just let him take, just oh take all gosh. the jewels. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want. Here's my car keys. I can't, I can't believe you brought that up because I watched that with Marley the other night on 4chan and I was just like, what yeah. is going on? Are yeah. you serious? I wasn't planning on bringing it up, but I saw Wheeled and Well-Armed and I was like, oh, oh we got an expert yeah. about being in a wheelchair here that could comment on this. Yeah. He just says that that's crazy. That's his comment. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm pretty sure he's right. <laughs> I would call that crazy. Yeah. Uh, Len Holt says, I would like to see that guy in the IDPA match. <laughs> In order to have enough confidence to go rob a jewelry store. Yeah. Oh my god. That would be incredible. You you know he's got it figured out. Yeah. Yeah. Figured out. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see how he pulls it off. Yeah. Clover (laughs) Tack. Clover Tack is watching us. He says, sidestep, draw, done, odd chance it. He's gonna chance it. Uh, well, yeah, you sidestep. He can't. He doesn't have the the hands to turn. Yeah, listen, he's already got the gun. You don't know this guy. If this guy has the, if he has the cojones, okay, to go into a jewelry store like this, he might he yeah. might be running uh, two gun or three gun matches or something for yeah. all you. Yeah. Know. Don't That's don't mess so with man. this dude. Just give uh, just give it up to him, like dude. You know, just for the extra effort, whatever you want, man. Yeah. So you gotta they... hand him. You gotta hand him a handful of jewels, right? And then he's gotta find a way to take the jewels from. Yeah, him. that's your chance. With one foot, that's your chance. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and of course, there's gonna be jokes here. Brick says, "If his gun jams, is that toe jam?" <laughs> oh God. Did well, here's the real question. Did did they get a get away with it? Did they leave the store with jewelry? <laughs> I, don't, I, did, I never got that far in the store. Cops are going to find him like a block down the uh, road. They're no, not I think they, they made a rest. They made a rest. Yeah, okay. From what I've uh, from what I've heard, I've seen something somewhere. It says, uh, paralyzed, deaf, mute teen try to rob a jewelry shop in, in Brazil. No, that's a different thing. Is that the same oh, thing? Oh, I was going to say, what? Wait, was this Brazil? Yeah. Oh, of course it was Brazil. Did you see the video? Come on. Whoa. Wait, oh, this was, no, this, yeah. It was this, some, this was Brazil. This was in Brazil. Oh, okay. okay. No, I didn't know this when I was talking about it. I definitely wouldn't mess with this guy. No, not in Brazil. If this was an American, I might go, okay. But in Brazil, no way. Know, yeah. Right? That's extra, that's third world crazy right there. You don't mess, don't, don't mess around like that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, can I go to the chat? I got a guy yeah. that asked for... Where is it? <laughs> hey, Let me find it. Hank. He asked yeah. what my favorite uh, caliber was. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm missing the comment, but it's over there somewhere. Oh, someone caliber. asked you about the um, – okay. Yeah, what's your favorite caliber? That's um, for pistol, I suppose. I'm not sure. Maybe – I mean, long range. I really like 6.5 Creedmoor um, when I get a chance to shoot it. Uh, for concealed carry, I – Always rather have nine millimeter. It's the one that's going to be, I guess, the best balance of the number of rounds plus stopping power. Um, but I, I must admit, I, I probably carry three eighty more than anything else because that's really? the easiest to carry. Yeah, hmm. I mean, okay. you can slip a, an LCP two in your pocket, and no matter what you're dressed in, no matter where you're going, you can always have that. Okay. So, I'd always rather have a nine millimeter. But to be honest, I'll, I'll, t- I'll probably have a, a three eighty more often than not. Okay. But, and uh, your go-to yeah, 380 really is the LCP2? 
LCP2. That's mm. the best one that I've ever shot. Yeah. Okay. I mean, as far as reliability, there's, um, let's see, the car CW380. I, I still own that one, but, but it performs terribly. It's horribly unreliable. So mm. I don't carry it anymore. But, um, but it's got a fantastic trigger on it. And honestly, I would rather carry that one if I felt like it was um, mm -hmm. reliable. Yeah, but uh, the LCP2 has a good balance between being ergonomic enough, uh, easy to hit stuff with, you know, a good a good round count about six and I think you can can you get the extended mag for it? Can't remember, but six plus one I believe it is, and um, yeah, it just carries so so easily. So mm -hmm. okay, that's typically what I'll carry. Did you ever? But again, did you ever it's, try the? It's, it's very dependent. Okay. No, I was just curious of whether or not you ever, um, if you ever carried the Glock 42, and then what would be the comparison, what do you think about the 42 if you did versus the LCP2? Right. 42 is considerably larger. So it's it's around the same size as a lot of other 9 millimeters at the time. Like, mm -hmm. um, I think it was the, um, oh shoot, there's another car that I used to carry, the name's escaping me right now. Car, but, P, um, not PM. Car. Yeah. Was it the PM? Uh, CM. Oh, CM9. CM9. Oh, okay. CM9. I, I carried that one for a long time. Mm -hmm. And the 42 dimensionally is almost exactly the same as the CM9. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I, I think it was pretty close for round count, but you're 380 instead of 9 millimeter. So yep. it's like, why have that same size gun in 380 if you can have it in 9 millimeter? Mm -hmm. And so I was never all that interested in the 42, except for the fact that it shoots fantastic. Mm -hmm. It feels great to shoot. Um, mm -hmm. And I can kind of compare that to the new Shield EZ, not all that new at this point, the Shield EZ in, in 380, which uh, just shoots like a dream. I mean, it feels really? wonderful to shoot. But it's, um, you know, it's a bit on the large side as far as 380s are concerned. So, okay. so yeah, I wouldn't really consider the Glock 42 because it's not anywhere near as pocketable as some of the really small 380s that have approximately the same round count and are just lighter and so much smaller. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, um, Shooting Gallery, any wants to know, he gave us two bucks, he wants to know what's your opinion on the SIG 238? Uh, the SIG 238, let me think here. If you have one there, don't even reach for it. <laughs> Hold on. I do not have one here. Uh -huh. I just want to make sure that I'm looking up the right. That's right. That's what I thought it was. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's a fantastic 380. In fact, I think I've shot that one. I'm pretty sure I have. And that is, uh, it's beautiful. It shoots fantastically. It conceals well. It's just almost half hold on almost double the price of something like the lcp i think it's mm -hmm. close to double or mm -hmm. more than double mm -hmm. of the lcp2 so mm -hmm. as far as cost effectiveness buying it just buying the gun mm -hmm. uh it's 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 way more expensive so if you got the money gosh it is a really nice 380 yeah absolutely that I was like probably that was probably one of the the more popular 380s before you started getting like the Glock 42 and everyone started getting into that space, right? The same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is true, and uh, it's it's reliable as far as I recall, and it's um it's just beautiful. It comes in a whole array, you know, an array, a wide array of looks and sort of mm -hmm. grips and, and finishes, mm -hmm. as I recall. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, that's it's a very attractive one. It's just up there in price, 
So if you're willing to spend the money, I mean, you could have like two LCPs for the price of that P238. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. I've always it's like I always that. really liked those guns, the the 238 and the 938. I just could never swing that price. Like they're pretty expensive. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. Um, we got a bunch of things in here. Now everyone wants to talk about guns. What's wrong with you people? <laughs> Dude, we were having fun talking about space and dudes holding and up jewelry stores with their feet. <laughs> but everyone wants to say, no, I'm just, I'm just messing with you guys. So, um, so let's see. I'm going to go here. Carolina EDC Review says Glock 42 was snappy for me. So G43 is my go-to now. Um, Steve Dave says, is carrying two extra mags normal for most people? Um, only car carry one. I feel like, you know, I need one more. I, I carry one extra. I don't know what it, like, yeah. I don't know who carries. What is Shane? Wait, does Shane freeze? I'm unfrozen now, I oh, okay. think. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. Two, so extra magazines, one or two, or three or four, or five. The more you can handle, the better. <laughs> yeah. Your pants will be on the ground. Yeah. I don't care how good yeah. your belt is. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Do what's practical. What Do what you can do con consistently, whatever mm -hmm. that turns out to be. That's, mm -hmm. that's how I feel about it. So mm -hmm. uh, as for me, yes, I love to have two, three more, more extra magazines. Mm -hmm. I tend to carry one extra magazine. I have a gun fully loaded with one in the chamber, and then I have the extra magazine ready to go. And, if, and where possible, I have a higher capacity extra yeah. magazine. Yeah. Um, but, but I typically will not carry more than that because I know that I can't consistently do it through all the different places I go, the way I dress and so forth. So uh, carry as many as you can, but do what you can do consistently. Yeah. Whatever works in your particular system based on, you know, just whatever works for you, how big you are, what you wear, how you carry things, you know, are you a pocket carry or, you know, use a holster, where is that holster, all that kind of stuff, I think, is probably what's going to come into play. I mean, I, I've got, I think, I'm pretty sure we could show that. So I've usually got my, uh, there's my backup magazine, and I think this is probably eight or something like that with the plate, if I'm remembering mm -hmm. that correctly. Probably. So, yeah, um... You know, and then I always carry, so in my backpack, I actually have the full concealed folding Glock in there with 33 rounds. Always, you know, that's, if if all of a sudden the apocalypse hits me out of nowhere, at least I have that on me. And I'm sure people, some people have like a, what, a pistol caliber carbine on them, something like that, right? Maybe your kel Sub-2000 or whatever else is their, like, secondary thing. Right. I, I definitely have a system where I have, you know, what I'll keep on myself and then I'll have an extended EDC in a backpack. Mm -hmm. Then I'll have even more than that typically in my car mm -hmm. or whatever vehicle I happen to be with. So yeah. I always have sort of layers. And mm -hmm. It's never just me and what I've got on myself. Yeah. Yeah. Do you um, do you have like a backup gun typically on you? You know, like maybe a little air light revolver or some people have like the little uh, Derringers or... Right. Does either one of you go that route or just the one? No, mm -hmm. not typically. Okay. I, I just assume carry extra magazines than have mm -hmm. the extra gun yeah. or extra ammo, whatever, yeah. the, whatever yeah. the case may be. So you don't yeah. do it Ted Nugent style? Like if we, you know. New York reload? Yeah. Not really. <laughs> I used, you know what, when I started doing this, I used to do craziness like that. 
<laughs> you know? And then I was like, no, I just don't want all these things in my pocket anymore. Yeah. yeah. I think it's interesting I, how, how you, you sort of change and develop and sort of become a little more refined in, in what yeah. you do from the time that you started. And we all start at some point, right? Mm-hmm. We're, 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 none of us are born right into this doing all of it. So mm-hmm. at some point we all begin and we sort of work through, hey, well, how's this going to work? You know, what am I going to do with this? Should I carry an extra one? Mm-hmm. All these other things. We all have to sort of sort that out ourselves and figure out what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. And yeah, definitely. I've kind of been in, down that same road where I'm like, uh, I definitely have to have a Glock and I definitely have to have two extra magazines and I definitely have to this. Mm-hmm. And over time, <laughs> you, I'm uh, like, hmm. Go ahead. Do, do you have a huge box at home of old uh, old holsters? Because I know <laughs> in the garage, I have a massive <laughs> box of holsters from everything I've tried. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I have a couple. I have a couple boxes of yeah, of, of all the different things that I've tried out. Yes. Yep. Yeah, I think that's probably all of us. You know, we got to yep. come up with yep. some kind of like bank or system or something like that to <laughs> donate them or you know do something with all those holsters, right? I kind of yeah. like hanging on to them, man. Those are mm-hmm. memories, you know. I think okay. about all the ways that I used to carry this, <laughs> used to carry that, and then in other cases. I think about this is still a really good holster. Maybe I'm not going to use it, but I know somebody who might. Mm-hmm. And so I hang on to it because someday mm-hmm. I'm going to give it away to a family member mm-hmm. or maybe one of my kids will want it or whatever. You know, so I, I, do, I do tend to hang on to all that stuff, even though I don't really use it anymore. Yeah. OK. Do you guys do that? Um, I don't know. I, I, I do hang on to all those things. And then, yeah, sometimes I give them away. Sometimes Lola decides, okay, this is being sold or something happens. I don't know. Babyface sometimes makes decisions like that when he thinks I'm too much of a hoarder. You got some stuff in there. We're working on it. Yeah. That's like my second wife or something like that, man. He comes over. He's like, what's going on here? What's up with all this crap? Holsters for guns you don't even own anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, listen. Uh, I like the security of knowing. Maybe I, I one day I'll need it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me get this question. I think it was Yul Adams asked. Uh, he says, why is 380 ammo so much more than 9mm, though? Boom. There you go. Oof. Who wants to take that one I on? wish I knew the answer to that. I don't, I don't know the answer to that. Why is it more expensive? I think it's just not, a, it's not as popular. That's going to be my guess. They, they make more 9mm yeah. defensively than they do 380. Yep. Yeah, I would say that that's basically the reason why. And I noticed that this is true with um, shotgun ammunition as well. Shotgun shells, 12 gauge, 20 gauge. They're usually pretty cheap. If you go to 410 gauge, all of a sudden, man, why is this so expensive? Why Mm -hmm. is it so expensive compared to the other two? And I think it does have to do with the fact that, Mm -hmm. yeah, the companies make so much more and sell so much more of the 12 and 20. Mm -hmm. And they know they will. And so they, they ramp up and just generate tons of that stuff because they make so much of it they can sell for so cheap mm-hmm. and i think that applies to 380 as well i think you know ammo companies maybe the demand isn't as much out there i think it's becoming it's increasing but um you know nine millimeter is a worldwide caliber mm-hmm. yeah it's used all well over the I, place. Uh, I thought i thought it was the other way around i thought 380 was more popular in the world outside of america because I think in a lot of countries you actually cannot have nine millimeter. Probably. Yeah, but I mean, probably historically. But nine mil is is NATO standard, so half yeah. the world, at least half the world, is is using it, like, and producing it in the. But maybe millions. maybe just for mil for military purposes for sure, 
But mm-hmm. I think in a lot of countries, in Mexico, for example, you can't have nine millimeter. I don't think that's true. But mm-hmm. I think I think that what it comes down to here is when the entire like seventy percent of the world is is tooled up mm-hmm. to produce uh, nine millimeter, uh, mm-hmm. it's going to be cheaper. It's just the way it is. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. Hopefully, hopefully we uh, answered that question. Yeah. You know, even though we're not experts, but. You know, theorizing. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. I don't know if there's any other. Here's a here's a thing that I wanted to get to with you, Shane. What's the best way that people can support you out there? I'm just I'm curious about this. Like, what can people do to help out late late Boy Scout? I know you were saying that you don't have a you're not doing the Patreon thing, right? That's correct. Yeah, mm-hmm. I bailed from Patreon. Do you want the story on that? Yeah. Yeah. Let's. Okay. Yeah. So the short version. That's, I guess it's a semi-long, but I was getting kind of sick of Patreon uh, because of some things that they were doing with me as far as, you know, I had a, um, a post and it was like two years ago, I put a post up uh, that said, you know, guys here on Patreon, don't forget to go over to YouTube. And I didn't even put a link. I just said, go to YouTube and check out my giveaway for a Blade HQ gift card. And... Two years later, two years after that post, Patreon came to me and said, you got to take down this post because you're linking to weapons mm-hmm. and you can't do that on through Patreon. And I wasn't linking to weapons. I was linking to a site that sells knives, but also backpacks, but also flashlights, but also mm-hmm. notebooks, but also all yeah. this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And I tried to argue that with them and went back and forth two or three times. And they basically ended the conversation saying, look, you take it down or we pull your entire account. Mm-hmm. And that's just it. We think mm-hmm. this is what the rules mean, even though they don't explicitly say that. And you have to take your post down or else. Mm-hmm. So I thought, I, you know, I begrudgingly took my post down and then from that point forward, stopped pushing Patreon. It was still there for a while. But then I saw um, a video from uh, John Patton of the Gun Collective saying that he had basically the exact same experience I did. And mm-hmm. for that reason, he was jumping from Patreon, going to Subscribestar. And I fully support anybody that's still on Patreon and wants to stick with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, Subscribestar as well. But for me, I decided at that point, I'm just going to ditch Patreon. This is not, you know, this isn't paying my, this isn't keeping the lights on. I don't need that money. I can live without it. So I'm just going to ditch this altogether, and I'm not going to try to get any sort of uh, donation model okay. um, yeah. going at all. I remember, so I remember I that have... whole thing going down where I think um, like Patreon got a bee in its bonnet yeah. <laughs> about those kinds yeah. of posts, and they were sending out emails, and I think they were coming down on some people or even deplatforming uh, yeah. people based on that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you, yeah, did, you never still... got you, – you didn't get into anything else after that. No, I chose not to. I just mm-hmm. decided I can I can make it. I can do what I want to do mm-hmm. uh, without that. So uh, if folks want to support me as far as buying stuff that I make or as far as clicking on my affiliate links, the, mm-hmm. one of the best things you can do is follow me on Facebook because I post deals there pretty regularly, try to do it every single day. I have a few Teespring T-shirts that I've made that I mm-hmm. think are cool. Okay. You may like them, you may not. What, what but, does uh, that one uh, – Let's yeah, let's take a look. Let's get a look at that. Yeah, this is riffing off the uh, the Friends um, uh, logo mm-hmm. and just, you know, basically telling telling everybody firearms are friends. So <laughs> make friends with your firearms. Right. And, 
you can buy this in long sleeve and short sleeve and all the other colors and stuff. So, um, and then I've got a handful of others like the R I heart two a t-shirt and, uh, the, so LOP all of this is on, I, I believe knives and stuff, right. I believe this is on your, is this on your dot com? So it would be on, it's my Teespring store. So most of my videos, I think all of them have a link below them. Uh, mm -hmm. To all the T-shirts and things that I have on Teespring. Okay, so, so go there. Okay, from, so that's from specific. any of my videos, you can jump to that. Oh, okay. So let's see here. I'm just trying to look through one of the videos. Uh, okay, I'm not sure. I guess I don't see it on this particular thing, but there's there would be a okay. Teespring. There would be yeah. a Teespring link to that. There should be. Okay. Yeah, yeah. there should be a link to it. So. Okay, I'm trying to see if I could find it. I don't immediately see the Teespring option on here for some reason so okay there's a reason why i'm asking you all this there's a reason okay okay i want to you see that hat on on shane's head right there the hank strange hat that for some reason i mean he wears a hank strange hat more than i do which is amazing <laughs> it's a great hat <laughs> this is the richardson 112 i have some of these that are just blank because i just love this right. style so much yeah and this is a perfect the perfect hat for me i love it yeah well i really appreciate you wearing that hat and i was thinking you know what i want to do something to like pay you back for wearing it in all these videos uh babyface was saying how he was looking at a video completely randomly mm -hmm. of one of your videos about knives and he was like do you know this guy because he's wearing your, your hat in this video. And I was like, yeah, it's my buddy. I've known him the whole time I've been doing this. Um, so I want to be able to, to pay that back somehow. So here's my thing. Like, I've got these patches. I've got the Hank Strange, this is the broadcast patch. And uh, nice. this is the new, this is like me in a super suit with a laser blaster. Oh, that's patch. sweet. Yeah. That's so sweet. I'm going to give five of each one of these, so ten patches to wherever is the best place for people to support you if they go there and they support you on that however you want to. And then you tell okay. me, hey, these are the 10 people. You will give five of them one of these and five of them one of these. Cool. Okay. So that's what I'm going right. to do. So you got to figure that out <laughs> okay. and, and let us know, like, right, where we'll do you want it. them to go? Where do you want them to get stuff from? Well, I would say go ahead and follow me and like the Facebook page that I post things to. That's where you're going to find the majority of the deals that I post on a daily mm -hmm. basis. Mm -hmm. um, that's a, you know, I'm tr definitely trying to grow that platform as a way to uh, connect with people, get good information out there, but also support my channel through affiliate sales. So, yeah. Okay, I'd cool. i love to get more followers over there. All right. So go up on the Facebook page, and I'm going to send those to Shane and let, it, let him send those out to whoever – and hopefully that will be an incentive for you guys to go out there. I've got to figure out a way to pay him back for in his own videos. Promoting <laughs> Hank Strange, you know. I, Dude, I really, it's, it's Lola, loved, Lola loved it, by the way. She was like, this is amazing. I can't believe he's wearing your hat in every video. And you don't even yeah, wear your hat. <laughs> nah, I, don't, I don't have a, just a hat that's just mine. I, okay. I, you know what? I, I should probably make one. And I've mm -hmm. kind of toyed with the idea for a long time. Mm -hmm. But if I make one, it's not going to look as good as this. So I don't know uh, what I should yeah, do. Yeah, I mean, try. you know, nothing, nothing looks that great, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Although the logo's been updated, so... Um, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, Hunter Biden's crack pipe says Teespring is awesome. <laughs> what, a, what a great username. Oh, my God. He says uh, Teespring's awesome. Hold on, let me put it back up here. Teespring is awesome, better than Redbubble. Oh, I bought my Bruiser Brody shirt from Teespring, so there you go. 
How I caught me offhand. Yeah, whatever way works for Shane, that's what we're gonna we're gonna do. We'll send him those ten patches, cool. and he will uh, give those out to those people if, if if that's okay with you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, dude. I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome, man. Thanks for you know. I know you enjoy the hat and everything, but I still like. I've been thinking like, man, this is really really cool. You know, this you've been doing this YouTube thing before me. And I think we just sent you those hats back when we made them. It was like, oh, let me send Shane a hat. And the fact that you just I think I asked it so for much. It. I'm pretty sure I asked for it because I was okay. like, that's a cool looking hat. I want oh. that hat. Oh, okay, awesome. And then you guys sent me one. I yeah. appreciate it, though. I appreciate it. So um, let's see here. Uh, Car Kane says, no Facebook. What else can we do? Like I said, Shane's talking about all the different ways you can support him. We'll send him 10 yeah, of these. Yeah, Frank. Yeah. Yeah, so when you go support him somewhere on Teespring or whatever else, just say, hey, I heard about you from Hank Strange. What's up with the Hank Strange patches? And then that hey, will help. there you go. Shane. Yeah. We get some comments saying that on Facebook or Teespring or through whatever other way you decide to support me, then uh, we'll send a patch your way until they're gone. Yeah, absolutely. So there you go. All right, let's get into some other stuff. There's lots of different uh, news things going on. Um, I don't know where particularly you guys want to jump in. Uh, we've got riots and stuff like that going on right now in Minneapolis over basically what, to me, looks like, uh, you know, a murder uh, by this police department. Yeah. Uh, any thoughts on that as this is all developed? Anyone? Well, I still haven't watched the video. Still, uh, I did watch it today. Yeah, it's not, it's not pleasant to watch. It, no, uh, it's it, it's hard. So the one that I did see was the security camera footage that was put out mm -hmm. yesterday. And it's hard to see what's going on. Like the, you can't tell they take the guy behind the vehicle and then you can't tell. I'm waiting for body camera. Like that's what uh, I mean. I want to see what the body camera has to say about the whole situation. Obviously, they killed a dude and that's that's bad. Mm -hmm. Like <laughs> yeah. in no in no way is that is that good or right. Mm -hmm. But I want to see what the body camera has to say about it. Yeah. What are you going to say, well, Shane? I'm with you in the sense. I'm with you in the sense that uh, we we should wait for like all the information to come out, and I really mm -hmm. hate knee jerk reactions. Mm -hmm. um, but I watched the nine minute long video that was just a cell phone, um, uh, cell phone footage of the guy being awake and you know asking and and crying for them to get off of his neck yeah and then did they and, and sit he, on him for nine minutes well he had his knee on his neck yeah did this entire body weight you could see his body position and the fact that he was mm -hmm. putting all of his body weight on that one knee mm -hmm. uh to hold him down but also he was the guy was already handcuffed at that point mm -hmm. so i don't know any of the stuff that led up to it obviously all i can see t a comment on is what i saw in the video but he was mm -hmm. there yeah. knee on his neck and it was about nine minutes and the guy became you know at some point you know he was he was in the beginning he was asking get off my neck i can't breathe man i can't breathe and so forth and people were kind of crowding around he can't breathe get off him he can't breathe you're killing him you're killing him and all this stuff um and then at some point he just stopped being responsive at all and you could tell that he was clearly not um not awake at least mm -hmm. not awake right and um I mean, and at that point, it seemed like I mean, I, it seemed like at that point the officer should have known. Okay, he's definitely one hundred percent subdued. He's yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But then he seemed to sit it's, with his knee on this guy's neck for like another three or four minutes. Okay, yeah, that's, that's totally limp. Totally that's limp. That's ridiculous. And 
at that point, I mean, I, I don't know that you can justify any of it. I'm not trying to justify any of it. I'm certainly not an expert on any of this. But it, it seemed really bad because there he was, all of his weight on this body that is not moving at all. He's, he's yeah. How do you how do you justify that? I, I don't know. I'm not so, sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I know. And so, like you said, man, all of this is compu- complicated. It has many facets. We can look at uh, look at it all different kinds of ways and all that. But I think it's pretty obvious here that this is like savagery. You know, this is not how you treat human beings. This yeah. is definitely not how you serve and protect, although I know the whole thing about the cops don't have to serve you or protect mm-hmm. you or anything like right. that. Um, right. But it's right. complicated. But even the mayor, for example, of Minneapolis is calling for charges, mm-hmm. right? Uh, this, is a, this, is a very, this is a very democratic-leaning uh, mm-hmm. place. I always think, I always say when things like this happen and people get mad, you know, we can get mad. We could tear up and destroy things like exactly what's happening right now. I think that's a little bit of an overreaction. If you look into a lot of this, you'll find that the people causing the most trouble right now there and destroying stuff and not even from that place. Oh, yeah. I yeah. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Like, what does yeah. <laughs> what does looting a target accomplish when it like if your main goal is race relations? What does looting a target help? How does yeah. that help at all? Well, and I mean, I, and I think our goal should be, and, and we we have these kinds of conversations all the time on the podcast. Uh, we've had police officers come on here. I try to do that because I just don't believe that all police officers are terrible, evil people. No, no, that's a ridiculous notion. Yeah, yeah. but there, there are bad ones. And even when mm-hmm. we have guys come on here, they're like, we, there's bad police officers. We have to call them out. If you want to, mm-hmm. if you want to fix that. You know, um, and in some cases, in some places in America, you probably need to push the reset button on law enforcement altogether, right? On how this goes down, who you hire, how they're vetted, how they're trained, how they're properly compensated when you have the right people doing that whole thing. But the, the way to do all of that and to fix it is not to tear up and destroy things. And then other people now are dying in, in the process of all this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good point. So um, it's I don't know. I think it's just sad and, and terrible all the way around. I think this guy was an athlete, you know, and from just looking up uh, what's his name? I think it's George Floyd. Um, yeah, I believe I think that's right. You know, I, I think that um, he was supposed to have been a really good guy who was trying to help people and whatever. And somehow, whether you're regardless of how you get into trouble, because I think everyone can get it. I don't know. Put your hands up if you've never been pulled over by the police. So you can somehow you can somehow get into trouble. It could happen to you. So mm-hmm. uh, it's happened to me. Now I think a lot of it is you know it's on both sides how pe- both people react to it and all that kind of stuff. But ultimately, you know, these, when these guys have someone's life in their hands and they push it too far, when they have ample opportunity to pull that back, then. You know, there's a reason why people get upset about it and demand uh, that something be done about it. But when you start destroying your town that you live in and then people are dying over it and then you have people coming in. From what I hear, uh, some of these are Antifa, uh, radical Mm -hmm. Antifa people coming into the town. None of that helps us actually get to a better place and solving Mm -hmm. that problem and keeping the next person from this happening to them. Yeah, very true. Yeah. Go ahead. I mean, um, I just, 
I mean, there's you were talking before about there's good cops, there's bad cops. There's also, I think, cops that have generally been good and then something happens or they're in a situation and they just react really, really poorly. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know if that's what this was. It's possible, you know. It, maybe there was something that went, that's going on in his life that snapped or that made him snap and, and, and took him to the breaking point where he's like, I'm just going to stay, stay on this guy's neck till he doesn't move anymore. And mm -hmm. then I'll stay on it some more because that's how mad I am at the world right now. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where, what the motivation is. I'm sure that was. happens. I'm sure that happens from time mm -hmm. to time. Mm -hmm. People, people take their home life frustrations out on others all the time. Like <laughs> that's not but, unusual. But at all. it is, it's also true that when you're in that position of great power, you have great mm -hmm. responsibilities. Mm -hmm. Spider-Man. Yeah. Right? I was just about to say Spider-Man knows. Yeah. I mean, this <laughs> yeah. is not the job. This is not the job to bring your home life with you into no. the job no, 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 no. maybe no. you shouldn't no. actually be on the job that day <laughs> you know very true because true yeah and i mean there's there's got to be a you know the police force has got to be full of people that can make that separation and, and disconnect themselves from their other stresses and their other problems and only deal with the problem in the exact measured way that they're supposed to deal with the problem mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and if you can't do that you shouldn't be a cop you shouldn't mm -hmm. be on the police force yeah and if you do that as a cop, then there are, I mean, yeah, this is um, this is a situation, again, if everything turns out to be what the stories are saying, then, yeah, he should be facing some prosecution. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of the things I think, um, and like, it's going to be some time before we figure out everything that's happening. I know we're living in a world today where, right, everything's just happening real fast. Everyone wants immediate results. But while we're trying to figure that out, one of the problems we have right now is that people call the cops for every damn thing. It's like it's almost like how, you know, America is the uh, is the police force for the world. So everything that happens yeah. around the world, America somehow has to magically solve that. Now, Americans think if you're in McDonald's and your coffee's cold, oh, I got to call the I got to call the police. It's the only mm -hmm. people who could fix this situation, you know, and right. there's just there's just too many reasons, I think, for for people calling in the cops. Cops are being used to react to, during this whole covid thing. You know, you've got police officers out there uh, doing things that I don't really think has anything to do with their day to day job of what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah, you know? I agree with you on that. For yeah. Sure. So in my opinion, all of that just creates is just ups the likelihood of situations like this. Yeah. You know, um, and one thing I could point to, this is like a little bit of a of a shameless plug here, obviously, but it's it's in the light of this. I had this conversation with John Crump from Amoland News about the ATF. So you guys all know about the Boogaloo shirts, right? Or do, you, mm -hmm. do I need to fill you in, Shane? You know about the Boogaloo thing? Uh, fill me in. Maybe I, maybe I know okay. about it, but I forgot what you're talking about. Okay, so there's... I guess it's the Boogaloo Boys. You are the meme expert here, Patrick. So you're gonna have to explain to us how this Boogaloo, like how the Hawaiian shirts became a thing. I so I don't I, I had not I had never heard of the Hawaiian shirts being a thing. I just know what booging is. Like being Boogaloo is just a joke. Like when the Boogaloo kicks off, right. where are you gonna be? Sort of thing. Like yeah. it's just a, it's just a joke. That's all yeah. it is. But so the Hawaiian shirt is tied to this somehow. It is now. Now it is. Yeah, it is now. So, Man, I just started watching Magna PI and I was looking <laughs> to get myself some Hawaiian shirts 
Now you're telling me I can't. Well, so can't do it. somehow Hawaiian shirts got tied into this, and because it got tied into this, the ATF actually sent out a memo to law enforcement telling them to be on the lookout for people with Hawaiian shirts. Oh you're my bo- gosh. out. Yeah. Um, and so this is what I was talking. This is what I was talking to Crump about. We have a video that we put up on the Hank Strange channel. Um, there's a memo. Let me see. I have that memo actually on my phone. I could pull it up for you guys, and I'm going to read it because I want to get both of your reactions to this. Uh, let me see here. Let me. I actually watched the video this afternoon. Yeah. So first of all, there's this flag, which I didn't even know about the flag. This is I did. I knew about the Hawaiian shirts. I didn't know about the flag. Let me see if I can run this in here. So um, this is, it says uh, unclassified for official use only slash law enforcement sensitive. And it shows this flag that looks a lot like the American flag and then has an igloo. Okay. And then one of the stripes has a Hawaiian pattern in it. And it says individuals associated with or in support of the movement may possess a flag similar to the one above. Please note the igloo and Hawaiian patterns as seen above are symbolic indicators associated with the boogaloo, quote unquote, movement. <laughs> the boogaloo movement. Yeah. Just, just that idea of like there was a guy somewhere that wrote this, like sat down and seriously this is a wrote memo. this thing. From the ATF. The think ATF. that this was some sort of serious threat to the to the country is absolutely hilarious to me yeah so it goes on it goes on here um so it goes on it says use caution um if coming in contact with any individuals who may identify with the big boogaloo movement should anyone have additional information regarding threats against law enforcement made by members of the group please contact the atf baltimore crime gun intelligence center cgic and it gives their info, um, or intelligence research specialist, IRS, it gives the info of that person, and ask for the duty agent closest to where the threat occurred. This information alone should not constitute probable cause and is being sent for officer awareness only. And, and then it goes on to, to a warning thing about it. So basically, uh, so yeah, go ahead. I'm just, I assume, and this is just, you know, from how, you know, we, we think things work. I assume the person on desk duty that you're calling is going to have a little a little statue and they'll ask you, where did the boogaloo man touch you? And you'll have to like point and say, oh, the boogaloo man just he touched me in my naughty place. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, just be aware that you're going to have to you're going to have to do that when when, yeah. you know, you go to report a boog incident. Oh, boy. This is this <laughs> seems funny, but it's also dangerous. It's it's insane that. Our government is so out of touch with culture, with, with real life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how yeah, – so uh, Yeah, so a police officer comes across this. I know this was up before. Someone was saying that Guns and Gadget put this out, which I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually wasn't aware of that, but then also it wasn't confirmed. So what John Crump did was actually confirm this with the ATF, which basically their confirmation is not happy that it's out there. Yeah. They're not happy that it's out there. They want to know how it got out there, but what the hell is happening? You're just creating another reason for a police officer to come in contact with someone, someone's grandfather, who's just wearing a freaking Hawaiian shirt, doesn't even know anything about all this, you know, and then everything goes sideways from there. uh, Please, sir, keep your hands out of your pockets. Don't, don't, Don't go booging out on me right now, sir. I yeah. see you in the Hawaiian shirt. I uh, 
I don't want you to, to, to flip out and start booging anywhere. It's, it's a dangerous time. Yeah. How do we actually have time for this? I don't know. This is ridiculous. Somebody, somebody got paid to write that memo and put it out. Think yeah. about that. There's a dude at a desk somewhere. Yeah. They got paid with our tax dollars to write that. Think about the memos we don't even see. Oh, yeah. God, Good yeah. Point. Yeah. Yeah. Think about the memos related to us specifically as gun guys that we're not aware of. Oh, I'm sure there are a lot of them. Oh, there are. Sure there yeah. on all the YouTube channels. Mm-hmm. I that? wonder if we ha- they have dossiers on all of us. There's some stuff. John actually might be getting some information pretty soon here. Okay. Um, there, there might be some leaks coming out that which, as soon as I get them, I will bring them to you guys. Um, but apparently, from what I hear, yeah, there's more memos. And there's more things like this, uh, you know. There's a lot of this going on. There's a lot of watching people and classifying people and putting people into boxes that's going on. And it's to me, it's just like, what the hell does the ATF have to do with any of this? (laughs) Well, hold on. Are they going to look at my Amazon Prime watch history, see that I actually have been streaming Magnum PI for the past week or two? (laughs) And are they going to go, he's definitely part of the Boogaloo movement. Look at all those Hawaiian shirts. That he's got to <laughs> on. Yeah. There's a dudes, lot of that's a great show. Have you guys watched the old Magna P.I.? Yes. I, yeah. When I was younger, I have. I haven't seen it recently, though. I've okay. looked at it so recently. On, it holds up. Yeah. It, it totally holds up. Yeah. It's on Prime right now. I'm in season two. It's fantastic. And here's what another really cool thing is. I can sit and watch it with my kids. You know, it's not like a lot mm-hmm. of modern television shows where I'm concerned about some of the content. But, but I can watch yeah. it with my young kids. And I'll tell you what, though, I, I don't remember if I told you this, Hank, but I grew up in Hawaii. So I, I was on oh, the North Shore in okay. Hawaii, and that's where I grew up. Cool. And so the years that I was there as a kid, they were filming that show. Oh, wow. And so we would watch that show and see parts of the island that we knew and be like, oh, he was over here. And then he was over there. Then he was over there. Did and you ever meet Tom Selleck? Say, I never did, but I believe I had friends who would say, oh, yeah, we saw them filming over there. We saw them filming over here mm-hmm. and whatnot. And you can go to go on Google Maps and look up the place, like the site where they filmed all the Robin's Nest uh, scenes. Mm-hmm. Like it was like the Robin's Nest was the name of the place where he lived. They mm-hmm. lived in the guest house, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a site. That's a place. And that used to, I think, they just recently demolished the actual the actual building. No, that should there. that should have been right, a historical. Uh, right, protected. I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you. But the the private lagoon is all still there. So all the see, all the stuff you see on the show. Like the, the landscape wise, it's still there, but the building, I guess, maybe was just too old and condemned, and they, mm-hmm. they ripped it down. Mm. But um, I mean, I'm sure it's Hollywood. I'm sure they filmed a lot of stuff in Los Angeles. And I think so, and, yeah. and all over the place. But I think very similar to the TV show Lost, they would make parts of Hawaii look like other places because that's where it was convenient to film because mm-hmm. they were just set up the mm-hmm. up there. So they probably did a lot of that too. Yeah, it was very cool to watch as a kid because I was thinking like, you know. Th- this is happening right now, you know? It's like, and then watching it today, um, I'm looking back on that and going, man, that is the place where I grew up. And seeing all those, and the cars and the people and the areas, it's like, that's exactly the way I remember it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I thought it was a cool time capsule of looking at it of the 80s. Um, and, yes. I, and I think it does, it does really stand up. I looked at, I looked at most of those while I was editing. I like that, you yeah, know. Yeah. I need something that could play in the background that I could look at, 
but I don't have to yeah, be super yeah, yeah, deeply yeah. invested in it. And, you know, I could right. still edit while I'm doing it. So, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. But if you, are, if you are just sitting down and watching it with some popcorn or something, mm-hmm. it totally holds up yeah. as a drama action show. You know, it, I always looked up for the beach scenes, really lots good. of hot chicks and, and uh, you know, 80s, <laughs> 80s style, 80s style. The car yeah. scenes, the chases, yeah. watching Magnum <laughs> P.I. shoot guns. Have you, have you seen any of the scenes where he's shooting guns? He goes into this full squat, like this full CrossFit squat. He's down low, dude. It's hilarious. He does it every single time. I keep watching it going like, is he only doing that because he's trying to take cover? Why is he doing that? Whoever the, trainers, every time. whoever the trainers were at that time. So for Patrick, if you want to know what your parents look like in the 80s, man, I'm sure yeah. they were rocking and rolling. They were rocking and rolling like that. It's it was it's an interesting thing as well. Like you see all these people who later on became famous, or maybe they were famous at the time. Like Sharon Stone was on there and different things. So yeah, definitely um, a good show yeah. to check out. Who's the guy from uh, Cheers? Well, Cheers is an old Ted show. Danson. Ted Danson was on it. He was on an episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was he was like the obvious bad guy from the yeah. beginning. Not giving yeah. anything away. It's a little bit but, like uh, watching. If you look at the love, did anyone ever watch the Love Boat? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I watched Love Boat, Magnum PI. What else was there? Uh, a team. A team. A team. Heck yes. <laughs> Heck yeah, um, uh, what was the other one? A team. There was Spencer for Hire. There was uh, what was the one with Pierce Brosnan um, before he did James Bond? Moonlighting. Um, Moon, was it no, Moonlighting? No, no, no. That was Remington Steel. Oh, Remington Steel. Remington yeah. Steel. Moonlighting was with Bruce Willis oh, right. and uh, what's her name? Bruce Willis and Sybil Shepherd. Oh, okay. And that was also a great show. Yeah. Moonlight. Yeah. I would love to watch that. Yeah. If somebody's if that's on a streaming server. Or yeah. I like the old, the old timey shows, the eighties when men were men. Oh, yeah. dude, a lot of them Not hold like up though. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, so. No? Yeah, maybe just because yeah. we're old. Yeah, maybe just because yeah, we're old yeah, dudes and we're nostalgic. But see, Babyface, the young true. guy, he's laughing at us. Yeah, <laughs> it's like look at this guy. Um, I only know about the Teletubbies. What was the show with uh, <laughs> with Don Johnson? Miami Vice? Miami that, Vice. That wasn't Miami Vice, was it? Don Johnson? Yeah, I definitely that watched that. Show. He was in Miami that Vice. Was big he, show he was yeah, in. He might have been in something else after It Miami must have been Vice. Miami Vice that I yeah. watched when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Miami Vice was an awesome show, too. He had a, he had a Bryn 10, right? Yeah, that was Miami Vice. Yeah, yeah. yeah he had a test. He had some kind of, I think Walter was talking about this. There was some other car, and then he had a Testarossa. That's what I remember. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, I remember the uh, Testarossa. And then, um, what was uh, what was uh, Magnum's car? That was a what Ferrari? What? Oh, someone know. knows. Someone tell us what Ferrari that was. Somebody will jump in. Nash Bridges. Oh, they corrected it. It was Nash oh, Bridges. That see, was I see, that's no. Not Miami Vice. Oh, okay. That's because you're young. Okay. That's because you're young. Uh, yeah. That was after Miami Vice. Yes. That yep. would have been after. Yeah. That was, yep, was that, that I saw when I was, was that 90s? Late 90s? Yes. I thought early 90s. Somebody mentioned Fall Guy. Fall Guy. You, guys remember, you remember Fall Guy? Yeah. Oh, man. I loved that show as a kid. Fall yeah. Guy. That, that was, big truck he had that was always doing big jumps. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. why is he doing a big jump right now? Because he's got the truck, he just does that. Um, same thing with uh, Knight Rider. I love Knight Rider, by the way. Watch Knight Rider. Yeah, Knight yep. Rider, so awesome. You that, know that intro, the yeah. soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, 
with the uh you know what i just couldn't wait until we actually lived in times where the cars could drive themselves and talk to you but now we're in those we're just we're just sort of getting there like oh we're there we're we're there but it's i don't know it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like it felt when i was a kid (laughs) yeah yeah it doesn't feel the same way i mean a test we got teslas they drive themselves that's true. You know, That's they can true. talk they to don't us. Talk to you in a British voice, though. Uh, if you turn, if you cool get AI personality. Well, if you turn uh, Siri, you can select your Siri voice to be British, which is what I always do. That's what you got to do. You got to select on to Kit instead of Siri. No, that's going to cost you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna. I forgot the name of the guy who actually did the voice for Kit. I don't know if that guy's still around, but. That guy had like a classic, uh, I bet you they could go back with machine learning and use the Knight Rider show to make a voice that sounds like Kit. To emulate a voice? I think yeah, so. Absolutely. They totally could. They totally yeah. could. They have yeah. to do that today. Yeah. That would be awesome. And and it's weird. We still have David Hasselhoff. Who's a fan of he's David still Hasselhoff kicking. still? Yeah. He's, he's still, still kicking. Yeah. Yeah. He's a little bit weird. But you know. <laughs> yeah, but he's still weird. kicking. Did you? There was Sorry a there, Hasselfrau. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. But there was yeah, also Sorry like a Hasselfrau. there was also this weird show that was supposed to be like a mock reality show with David Hasselhoff where he was in Europe. And he was, no one saw that. Was that just we'll me? Go that no. one. Yeah, there's this weird David Hasselhoff show out there, and David Hasselhoff was actually real sexy and a superstar in Germany. Yes, yeah. I heard that was true. They, yeah. Like the Germans loved him for some reason. Yeah. 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 The juice is saying small wonder, Alf, etc. Alf was I used to watch Alf. Yep. Alien life form. You don't know about yeah. Alf, do you? Baby I know Jay? what it is, but I never watched it, I don't think. Yeah. And Small Wonder was about a uh, an android, a little android girl who, like, the dad created her or something, and then she became, like, this android member of the family. I remember. She, her name was Vicky. She was okay. Vicky, or was her name. And she and they, I think it was, like, an acronym for something. But she would walk around all robotic with her hands down like this and talk in this robotic voice. Oh, okay. And my little brother picked up on that and somehow decided to just completely become Vicky. <laughs> it was hilarious. For about the space of maybe two weeks, he would walk around and say, my name is Ricky, because he couldn't say <laughs> And he would just walk around like a robot, and no matter what you did to him, no matter how you tried to poke him or get him mad, he would just be a robot. And he did that for like a solid week. It was hilarious. Yeah. Those 80s. Uh, yeah, Kathleen Music Lover says Alf was a Muppet, or definitely a puppet of some sort. Yeah. Hmm. There was some kind of hand up someone's butt on that one. Uh, but Alf was funny, though. And then what was the name of the guy that was uh, Max Headroom? Does anyone remember Max Headroom? Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't know who that is. Other than the, did you ever hear the Max Headroom takeover that somebody did on a radio or a TV station? Mm-mm. You never heard about that. That's okay. the only reason I know of Max Headroom. There was a somebody. Oh, let me see if I can. Uh, it was Max really. Headroom was like a virtual reality thing, but they used a the guy and they faked virtual reality. And Max On, Headroom yes. was actually in Back to the Future Two, I want to say. Uh, November twenty second, nineteen eighty seven. Somebody mm-hmm. took over a Chicago broadcast for like a couple minutes, mm-hmm. where they were just 
dressed as Max Headroom with like a mask or something, really? and nobody knows who oh, it was. Okay. Like they never caught the guy. They have no idea who Wait, it was. Wait, he took over a radio station? A uh, TV station. He TV hijacked station. the TV network. Yeah. In eighty-seven. Nineteen eighty-seven. Yep. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. I think I remember that. Yeah, and I think it was Back to the Future too. They did a Max Headroom thing. They had a Michael Jackson version of Max Headroom. They had a Ronald Reagan version. That yes, sounds right. I remember that now. Yeah, and I think they <laughs> I had Max Headroom, but I could be wrong. Or they just did a maybe they just did the Michael Jackson and the Ronald Reagan version when they you know in the future, the future thing. So and they were like virtual versions of them, but they digitized them or something. Yeah, yeah I think I remember yeah. that. James Miller throws out Quantum Leap. When I was a uh, youngin. Uh, I'd come home from school and sci-fi ran, I told, I, for some reason I was talking to Marley about this last night, sci-fi mm -hmm. ran uh, like an afternoon special where it was one episode of Lost in Space, one episode of the original Star Trek, mm -hmm. and like one or two episodes of Quantum Leap. And it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's, what was that, 90s, mid-90s? Mm, probably late 90s. Okay, yeah, I remember that. Mm. Yeah, man. So good. Yeah. Sci-Fi Channel used to be my jam, man. I don't know. It used to be know, good, I don't right? Cable anymore. <laughs> yeah. 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 Once the internet came in, I don't know. That was the end. Of <laughs> that was the end of cable and all those, uh, all those things here. That's true. Yeah. Skibby Waver says Max Headroom was Murdoch on A Team. True. That I think. is true. I remember that yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, let's see. The eighties. The eighties was so awesome. We need to really have 80s bars or clubs or, you know, when, when I get so old that I'm going to be, yeah, well, when I get, when I'm so old, I have to be put into the rest home. I want to go to an 80s rest home. Place. Do you just want them to like pretend <laughs> it's the 80s again? Yes. Theme everything is the 80s. Oh, yeah. that would be so great, man. Yeah. Just, just feel young all day long. This yeah. Great. Yeah. Just drop me in there. It's fine. Yeah. And then everybody has to dress like they're in the 80s. All the staff is in the 80s. The 80s was cool, man. We had big hair. We had shoulder pads. And, and yeah. then they go out. White the, the doors. Yeah. Doors open and it's 2015. 50 outside yeah. <laughs> and everything sucks yeah no man yeah. take me back to the 80s yeah, yeah. dystopian future yeah. yeah the 80s was pretty good i don't know if 80s cars were any good though i'm trying to think of the none best of them were. oh no none I'm of them were. think of what was a, a fiero fiero's a classic but i don't know if it was a good yeah fieros were pretty sexy but i never owned one in the like i would i would like to have like an original fiero today just an just an original Fiero, not made into a, a, a Ferrari or anything, you know. Um, just like I actually have, uh, and it's a '90s, it's not an '80s, but this started in '80s. The um, Suzuki Samurais. Really? Yeah. You have one of those? Yeah, I bought one. Nice. I bought a 1990 Suzuki Samurai, which is basically the same thing as the '80s, like a 1980 <laughs> whatever, '88 or. When did the Samurai start? Was it 85? Someone will know. I, I, I don't but, remember. Man. Yeah, it's basically just a little half a Jeep. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tiny little Jeep. Yeah. But I got it just because so, of nostalgia. I remember being in high school and the dudes that had those were the man. <laughs> I can't even imagine the cool guys having a yes. Suzuki. That's just crazy. Yes. <laughs> did it ever, like roll, did it ever roll over on you? <laughs> no, I never had one. I never had one when I was in high school. The one I have now, I think it's fun. I've never gotten it over 60. I've never gotten it over 55 miles an hour. It just can't do it. But it's got big no. wheels and all that stuff on it. So, 
Uh, I'm gonna hook it up. Maybe I'll put a. I'll swap out the engine or something. But I don't know. That's probably <laughs> that is probably where I go out because it's basically made of tin foil. <laughs> you know. Um, uh, Philadelphia Patriot says, "I want to see Hank dressed as Murtog and Babyface dressed as Riggs." <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Lethal Weapon. That start was that when did Lethal Weapon start? Was that at that that was early nineties or late eighties? Uh, Lethal Weapon. I feel then. like it was late eighties, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Oh, Wild and Wild Arms said Camaro. So that's true, Camaro. Camaro. Z, Z, Camaro. Yeah, he he spelt Camaro on there. Uh, Camaro <laughs> Z Z twenty. I remember the IROC Zs. Mm-hmm. Those were those are the. Uh, and oh, I'll tell you what was really a really nice car in the eighties that I would like to have: Mitsubishi Starion. I would totally. Do you know what the Mitsubishi Starion looks like? Never heard of it. Oh, it was an awesome, awesome car. Uh, there was two. There was a. There was an American version of the Starion, which I cannot remember what the heck it was. Basically, same car. One was an American version, and one was the Japanese. A lot like how you see. Toyota and BMW or whoever it is is doing it now. Like they basically have the same car, they just give it their own name. So there you go. Buick, uh, Regal, and Grand National. Yeah, Grand National was actually pretty badass. Um, I saw a Grand National the other. So in the 80s, I thought those were cool. I never had one or anything like that. And then the other day, I went somewhere and I saw a Grand National and I lost my mind. <laughs> Nostalgia just hit me. And I was like, what? This is a, this is a great. Where did this come from? But in the nineties, if no people were like, oh whatever, that's you know, that's nothing. That's how nostalgia works on you. And when you get like when we get older from now, we're gonna look back at Teslas or something, and we're gonna be like, Oh my god, those are so cool. <laughs> there are way cooler cars, come on. <laughs> I'm just saying that, that nostalgia thing will creep up on you. Okay, have you seen the Cybertruck? That's cool. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen the pictures. Yeah. And I'm going to... It's kind of interesting, honestly. I'm getting a Cybertruck. That's real? happening. Yeah. <laughs> I put my, I put money down on it. Here, I will show you... Did you see J-Led? There's a bit... Now, I know we're supposed to be gun guys. We're supposed to be talking about gun stuff, which we'll get yeah, to. We're here. talking about the 80s and cars right now. <laughs> yeah. So there's a video of <laughs> Jay Leno. Yeah. There's a video of Jay Leno. Uh, actually, uh, what's his name? Elon Musk took the Cybertruck to Jay Leno and let him drive it. Was it the, in his garage, like the Jay Leno garage thing? It's Yeah, it's on the – it's on whichever one that's on uh, the CNBC show. Oh, and I'm no. playing okay. I'm playing video from it right now where, uh, you know, they, they basically – he I think he went over to Tesla. He took it and he went into that tunnel that they have in, uh, in, in L.A. But you can see in there, like um, like right now, I'm playing it. You can see Musk standing on top of the tonneau cover, and they're driving around and they're talking about how it's bulletproof. I mean, this is going to be like a bulletproof SUV. Gun guys better better get this thing. So, yeah. It's going to no, be a real life no tumbler from Batman. Yeah, Shane, you're not going to get this. You could put you could put your motorcycles I don't know, in there, dude. man. I'm you know I'm a I'm a late adopter to everything. So mm -hmm. uh, I'll tell you what, in twenty years in twenty years, if this thing is is still around, then I'll be shopping around for one. Yeah. yeah That's exactly. what I was just saying. It's gonna be nostalgia. 
But yeah. that is like an 80s throwback. If you look at that, that looks like a vehicle out of an 80s movie. That looks like something out of Mad Max. It, or, or DeLorean. Yeah. It's got, it's got a DeLorean look to it. Yep. That's what I think. When I see it, I think DeLorean. Mm-hmm. It's a DeLorean that just kind of went, you know, it got pumped full of air and just kind of blew up a little bit. It got on steroids. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it met Arnold Schwarzenegger and it convinced... He convinced him up. to get on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> and he just did it a little yeah. bit too much. <laughs> you know, he couldn't come back from that. He went into roid, full roid rage. So, <laughs> very cool. Let's go. Uh, let's get into, let's see what else here. We got you here, man. We should definitely talk about some knife stuff. I got EDC right. in front of me. If we yeah. want to talk EDC. Yeah, let's do yeah. EDC go stuff. Go to yours first. Um, yeah. Actually, you know what I want to talk to everyone about first? So Olight's coming up with lights. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. You know, we haven't done an Olight thing in a while because, to be honest with you, they get a little crazy. But um, but they do have lights that are coming out. So there's a sale. Let me see. Where do I have that? I'll pull it up here for everyone. And Lola's going to be mad at me because she told me all about this thing. Okay, boom. Here we go. Okay, so here's the Olight sale that's coming out. Uh, Lola will probably throw some links up in here. There's there's a link in the description for you guys. Let's see what this is here. Basically, it's all day Friday. They've got a new gun uh, metal gray color for the PL Mini 2, you know, um, and then they, there's different combos they have. So the best deal in here will be the PL Mini 2 Valkyrie gun metal gray bundle for 76 bucks, mm-hmm. or you could just get the light on its own, or you could get all these awesome colored ones, which I think, Patrick, you're, you're into the... Purple. I'm picking up a purple. Tonight when they go on sale, I'm picking up a purple one. Yeah. So if anyone is up for this, uh, we will, you know, we will uh, we will have the link in the description for anyone who's in. Oh, there we go. Hold on a second, Shane. Boom. There you go. Shane's throwing, yeah. up, throwing up the uh, purple. Mm. That's a good purple. It looks sharp. Yeah. It does look good, right? Yeah. That's a nice electric uh, purple mm-hmm. look there that I... Yeah that I, I really enjoy. Okay, so here's the gunmetal gray. I'm opening it up right now. They sent it to me here. There's so this the is the clicky yeah. back. Oh, no, that's the yeah. gun, the, the pistol light. Okay. Yeah, this is the pistol yeah. light, and uh, we'll put it... I wonder if it'll go on this orange. This is this is a toy. <laughs> does it, it does have a... It, it might work, actually. Let me see if I can do... <laughs> I don't know if it's actually going to go on this rail here. Let's see. This rail, I don't know if the rail is to spec. It might not be. Okay, I don't. Uh, no, nope, not working. Here it is on a PPQ <laughs> long slide. Okay, there you go. <laughs> oh, that yeah. looks pretty sharp. This that plas- looks really yeah. sharp. This plastic is not actually to spec. I Hank's, don't think. Hank's not paying attention. Look up real quick. Yeah, I'm looking Look at, at it. Yeah. With the long slide. Yeah, that, that looks, looks good. good. Yeah. We can't actually you really show. see the difference between the gray and the black, and it's you know I was I, when I first pulled it out of the box to look at it myself, I was like, that's almost black. Are you sure it's not black? Yeah. <laughs> and then I put it on a black gun. I was like, no, it's not black. It's mm-hmm. a cool. It's a dark gray, but it's very cool looking. Yeah. So here it goes so. here in the studio. Let's see if that, you know, yeah. If I if I tilt it the right way with the light, then you guys could see it here. Um, I would have to take the uh, the stuff out here to get the light working, but uh, yeah, there you go. So that is going to be on sale along with uh, here's the uh, here's the other thing that goes along with that. Let me pop this one open. This isn't the uh, this isn't the purple. 
baby face. I know. Yeah, I, like I can't. I'm sad they didn't send you the purple one because yeah. I just would have. I just would have dibsed it and and pretended it was I've got a uh, purple, but I don't have it in my pocket. Yeah, but I, I do have those pictures of it. Yeah. So here we go. This is the. Uh, this is the i5T, which is also a cool color. They've got some nice. Uh, Nice colors out there. So all of that's going to be coming up tomorrow. We've got links and all that for everyone, anyone who's interested in that. Um, Shane, I think you you uh, do Olight stuff as well, right? So people want to support you. Yeah, for sure. You've got yeah, Olight for sure. links. So I'll have, I'll probably have a link on my YouTube community page at some point, but then over mm -hmm. on uh, Facebook as well, for sure. And I've got a few more pictures I'll be posted to Instagram, so uh, yeah. those will be coming up as well. I really like Olight stuff. Um, even before I started doing these, like kind of like affiliate things with them, we discovered them at the sh at uh, Shot Show. We thought it was cool. Oh, there you go. How um, yeah. how do you Stand like? So I was looking at picking up one of those i five Ts. How do you like the throw and the the fill and everything on it? Because it's it's an EDC light. It's not a super bright. It's an EDC light. It's an EDC. Mm -hmm. It's not meant to to throw really far. It's meant to illuminate, you know, stuff that's fairly close to you within 20, okay. 25 yards, and it does a pretty good job of that. And it's so, in mode, I believe. So it's like a really okay. low mode for reading stuff in your car and whatnot, and mm -hmm. then. Um, and then, you know, more general use as well. Yeah. And the exact numbers, I don't have it in the top of my head. But, yeah. Uh, and it looks like this one, this, I think, this is just used as a double A, right? Triple. Yeah, triple. A. Is it, or is it a, double? No, That's, this one's the double A, the one you're okay. there. Yeah. Let me see. I'll go in here and open it up while we're talking about it. Yeah, there you go. Double A. Nice. Double A. Um, I'll put that back I, in. Yeah, I'm... I like the uh, I like the copper accents. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they've got it in a few different colors. Yeah, it's been a very cool one. I like there you that. go. So that's the kind of light that it's kicking out here. Uh, just to give you guys. Yeah, it's an kind example. of a wider kind of. That's still pretty good. Wide, but that's, very soft spot. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's the lower that's the lower beam of it. So yeah. you can go you can go you can go up to brighter like that. That's actually not bad. Let me see if it says it on the box here, what the lumens is. Uh, I don't know if you see that. What is it? 300 max, I think. Yeah. 30 lumens. and then for that one? Yeah, looks like I, 300. It's, it's typically thir between 30 and 300. Did I say 30? I meant 300. That's the, the max output is, is 300 lumens. Yeah, on the max for that. So the, um, the Valkyrie has the... The magnetic charging thing. Uh, that so. is one thing that they have brought to the market that I love. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love that. Yeah. If you're gonna put it on, if you're gonna put it on, that across so many different lights. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you're gonna put it on your handgun or something like that, you want to be able to charge it up in the office or in the car. You know, be able to charge that light up. So there you go. All right. So yeah. I know that Shane's gonna have that. Uh, Late Boy Scout's gonna have it. We'll have some stuff up that kicks off tomorrow. You know, if you want to support well, us, this is tonight, a good way to do it. Really? Tonight, really? Yeah, I think midnight, midnight, right? Yeah, yeah, midnight tonight. Yeah. So just be on the lookout for that. Midnight, your time. Yeah. What's but, your? How far, where are you, ahead of us in time? Behind. Behind? Behind, yeah. yeah I'm in Utah, so I'm. it's right. Uh, 6.30 right now. Oh, okay. okay two hours. Yeah. yeah. So you know what? Uh, go do the Hank Strange stuff first. And then by the time they get to midnight in Utah, 
you know, you can go hit up the <laughs> the late boys guy. Uh, it's just weird, man. Why well, do they, we even have? Why do? Why are we still doing this crazy time thing? I don't know. The the sun doesn't is not in all the sky at the same time. We just time, need Hank one Strange. time. I want one it time. <laughs> so so our like two a.m. would be would be like somebody else's like midday. Yeah, two a.m. Exactly. when it's bright and sunny out. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. <laughs> one time for the whole everybody world. Everybody go to bed at the same time. Everybody yeah. Waking up at the same time. Oh God! Could you yeah. imagine yes, if dude. everybody in the world? Woke up and took a morning pee at the same time. The water <laughs> pressure in the whole world would just be gone. Like it would okay. just, it would just implode. Oh boy! And that's how the world ended. <laughs> You've heard they had problems with that in, uh, in Super Bowl cities, right? Oh, I believe so, like, it. Like, I believe it. During big sense. Super Bowls, cities have problems with water pressure during commercial breaks. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I believe it. I, I really do believe that. Okay, so let's go to some, like, uh, some EDC stuff, knives. What's your favorite? You're the, you're the big knife guy here, Shane. So mm-hmm. you tell uh, us. You tell us what's the hot knives right now. Oh, geez, the hot knives. Yeah, what's the hot knives, uh, man? Come on. That's... This is why we turn to you. Okay. Um, well, let's like, see. What are the hot knives? I mean, there's a lot, there are a lot of really good ones. Here's the thing. For there's there's been a little bit of a um, I don't want to say a break, but kind of a difference of opinion. Largely, I'm not gonna say this is universal between gun guys who also like knives and knife guys who also like some guns. Mm-hmm. A lot of the knife guys they don't care where it's made, who makes it what the political opinions are or who they donated to or blah, 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 blah. They're like, it's a great knife. I want my great knife. And then the gun guys are like, but they donated to this guy. But Uh, it's made in this country. But this and this. And so they're like, I don't want that knife because of that. And so gun guys are going to be a bit more picky about – and I'm not saying it's good or bad or wrong or right. They're going to be a bit more picky about certain things. Whereas knife guys just want a great knife. They want a cool knife. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so there are, I guess, some factors to think about there, or just to acknowledge anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, there are definitely some good ones coming from lots of different companies mm-hmm. that are at varying levels of friendliness to two A mm-hmm. issues. Right. That so are making you're saying like enormously. The, I'm sorry. You're saying that the knife, the pure knife guys, don't um, like they're not concerned at all with politics. Uh, I wouldn't say they're not concerned at all, mm-hmm. but as far as what they talk about on their channels, it's largely just knives. It's like the aesthetics of it, the quality of it, the mm-hmm. the style, the design, and yeah. so on and so forth. Right. And so getting into the – I mean making – being um, pro-Second Amendment kind of makes you automatically a bit political because mm-hmm. you have to be active Absolutely. to protect those rights. Yeah. And, and knife guys have some of that as well because, they, you know, there are some – really dumb knife laws out there mm-hmm. but it's not nearly at the same level yeah. so, so like a bench made uh, or something yeah. like that might make you uh set might you on fire the gun guys <laughs> yeah the gun yeah. guys will get set on fire yeah. by that and if, and if you, if you the got knife your... guys are like that's my favorite knife yeah and they'll show it all day long yeah. every day yeah so like this bench made before everyone starts picketing me uh was a mm-hmm. gift actually from the fort scott munition guys because you can see their, their logo is on there, and they actually put mm-hmm. my logo 
on they lasered it on the other side. But it was cool. a gift from them, and they yes, they didn't know. What one of my first things I was like, oh, yeah, you know. There's going to be some hate right. about that. But, you know, they had no... They, they At that time when they got into these, you know, they didn't know all the stuff that, that we know today about it. So that's kind of like what you're saying, right? Yes, that's exactly what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say. But, you know, in addition... I mean, if we're going to set that stuff aside, and, mm-hmm. and as somebody who appreciates knives, I have to overlook some of that stuff and go, but the design is really good. Mm-hmm. And the design is really interesting and it's really iconic. And I mm-hmm. have to sort of acknowledge both things, right? Do you get so hate yeah, on your channel? Made... Do you get hate? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there, but do you get hate on your channel over that? Like if you cover a knife cause you're like, Hey, this is a cool knife. Do people just lose their minds and they're like, that's it. I'm done with the late boy scout. Cause well, he talked it's, about this it's not overwhelming. It's mm-hmm. definitely not overwhelming, but yeah, there are a few, there's the, you know, the unsilent minority, that mm-hmm. definitely pop up and want to have something to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's, um, yeah, you kind of have to be aware of those issues and then find some way to talk about stuff that's that's important anyway. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Benchmade is, you know, like, you know, the knife you just showed there, they're still making enormous, the quality of their knives is still fantastic. And if you are okay with some of their past, yeah. then you're going to really enjoy some of the new knives that are coming out. There's a, yeah. uh, um, so there's one that's called the, uh, I don't have it handy, but the, um, the Osborne 940 is one of their most iconic knives. Um, maybe the, you know, aside from the, the Griptilian you showed just there is maybe one of the most iconic ones that they've got. Okay. And they're releasing the 9400, which is an auto version of the, oh. and so it's got the push button on it and it's a out the front blade or it's a flip nope. up. It's a flip up, mm-hmm. but it's the same exact knife. So everything you love about the 940, mm-hmm. in the, it's even the same colors. So the, yeah. the aluminum is still green. I think it's still got that purple backspacer. The blade shape is identical, but it's got a yeah. push button instead of that uh, axis lock on it. Okay. That looks sexy. Mm-hmm. So, so what, what is it called again? Let me see if I can look that up. Um, the not, it's the Benchmade 9400 is what it's okay. called. So is, Right now, I think they're taking pre-orders for it. Okay, so is there a way for the gun guys who who do not don't like the fact if anyone wants to know, you know, these are the guys who were helping uh what was it, Seattle or something like that? They were helping a police department cut up guns and we got right. very upset, which I think rightly so. Like I wouldn't actually buy a benchmade. You know, um Okay. okay. Just well, based there was on the, the cutting fact- up guns. There was the cutting up guns part, mm-hmm. which, from what I understand, the guns had to be destroyed by court order. Right. And Benchmade was like, look, we've got some great equipment that works well for doing that, mm-hmm. and we're not going to break any saws or destroy any stuff like you guys might, or hurt yourselves if you try mm-hmm. to do this yourselves. Look, we want to help out our police department who have been ordered to destroy this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, how about you guys come over here and do it here? But it was a terrible looking Bad thing move. to do. Yeah, it's bad a terrible move. looking thing. It's and then they promoted it on social media, like, "Oh, gun guys will." Which was an extremely bad look too. <laughs> yes, it was. Oregon, Oregon, PR, or, or wait, PR. Disaster. How do you say Oregon? Oregon, 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 Oregon. 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 Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I say Oregon, but I think I. It always. It looks like Oregon. Oh, okay, there's no uh in there. I guess Oregon. Was that right? No, still not right. Oregon. Uh, okay, forget it. I'm not. I'm not gonna get this right. Oregon. I don't Oregon. Know. Oregon. 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 It's just Oregon. 
Oregon. Oregon. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but so yeah, uh, they so they made a bad move. Of, have they have they tried to yes. make up for this? Have they tried to like say, hey, we'll sell this knife and we'll give money to I don't know some pro two A organization that's not the NRA because we also we're mad uh, at the NRA right now too. I know. I know. That's it's yeah. It's it's being a, a, a Second Amendment um, supporter is a yeah. It's a, it's a landmine. Yeah, so Soxfest says the police promoted it, not Benchmade. Oh, I, I think he's right. That's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I believe that's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then Benchmade uh, was like, "What?" That, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, they also once that came out, then like a day or two later, somebody looked into their um, political donations. Yeah. And they're like, "Why did you donate to this mm-hmm. jerk who's completely mm-hmm. uh, anti-Second Amendment?" Mm-hmm. Anyway, so it was kind yeah. of a big cluster, but. Um, but again, if you're gonna appreciate knives, you're gonna have to overlook some of that stuff and just go look. This is a, an outstanding designer, and this thing that he created is spectacular. And if I want to actually get access to it and get it in my hands, mm-hmm. then I have to buy from whoever's making it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's just what it comes down to. And that's also true of country of origin because there are a lot of really great looking knives mm-hmm. that you're just not going to be able to buy except for make maybe a custom version of it, mm. you know, unless you buy the Chinese produced version of that knife, you mm. just can't have it otherwise because mm-hmm. it's just way, way too much money. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, that's another thing that's, that's very true, but there's, um, and you know, there's a lot of knives produced by Kershaw produced by, um, let's see, Civivi and we knives who make extraordinarily good knives mm-hmm. and they're just, they're beautiful and they work great and they're made of good materials uh, but you have to take into account, are you like, okay, do I really want to support a Chinese knife company or do I want to support a USA knife company that's sending yeah. all of their knives to China to be made? CRKT, and that is one of those, I believe. I don't think right, they make yeah. There might be a couple they make in the United States. Uh, there are a few, I'm pretty sure. But largely, their stuff is made overseas. Yeah. I think um, after this coronavirus thing, there may be some people – coming down on them so do you still like in your position i think you're very known for knives are you still buying those knives doing videos or maybe i don't know if you've got t and e stuff going on with those companies how does that work for you uh right uh let's see there's not a ton that i have in uh in queue as far as knives are concerned right now that i haven't already done videos on there's probably a few that i could dig out and go oh i never made a video about this but there aren't very many of them and mm-hmm. a lot of them, I've either made a, a standalone video on it or I've included it in something. So if you're looking for brand new knife stuff from me right now, there's not a lot in queue. But there are a few things that are kind of on the back burner or, or probably coming down the pipe. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I don't know if I want to give anything away. But uh, there's, <laughs> there's, uh, there's a few things that I'm interested in that are probably okay. going to be happening soon. And, um, yeah, I mean, basically just reviews, but, uh, okay. yeah. What, what cool ones do you have there that you could show us? You know, I didn't bring a ton. I got a bunch in this drawer over here, which I can't quite reach because of the, I got a light in front of it. Oh, okay. But the one that I use and grab and uh, reach for most often right now is the Spyderco uh-huh. Para 3. Oh. Uh-huh. And so this one's kind of semi-custom done by me with a not really custom done but you know just some custom swap outs so it's got the deep carry pocket clip on it which is much better than the original and i actually put this oh, custom scale nice. on it so it's got that, that sort of 
brown yeah. scale with that cool texture mm-hmm. on one side, just on one side because the scale that goes on the opposite side makes it so you can't use this deep carry clip. So I have the black original scale on that side and the brown new scale uh-huh. on this side. And so it's it's very kind of one of a kind in that way. And yeah. it's like a panda. I like it. <laughs> yeah it's like panda stuff so, by the way i i don't yeah. know where i got this from i think it might be from some, that's a great looking knife some gun guy whoever gave you that i don't know whoever gave you that was some was, kind of a cool dude yeah man. vaguely a vaguely great, a handsome guy they've no, got no. some good good taste <laughs> definitely good taste in hats yeah <laughs> i still have it i got this from late boy scout uh i still have it I'm just, I just want you to know because I have lost some really nice knives that I've been given. Is it sharp? Is it sharp? Uh, uh, let's see. Wait, do we have paper somewhere? Can we cut some paper? You somewhere? sure you sure you want to do this? I don't know. Should I don't know. Do this on video? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I should. Maybe I should. I... It could go wrong. But yeah, I'm going to say it's still sharpish. Okay. <laughs> do you have a sharpener of any kind? Uh, do I? Yeah, there he goes. <laughs> He's right over there. His oh, name is, really? You're his the, name you're is BFP. Sharper. Yeah, his name is BFP. I have, uh, what's the one? Uh, it's, oh, God, what's the name of it? Yeah, you got to find out. Okay, so look, we got a piece of paper. Let's see here. Okay. Uh, no, okay. Ah. Uh, oh, okay, oh, sorry. Man. Sorry. You just made okay. me cry. Yeah. You just made me cry. Shame so, on me. Shame um, on me. <laughs> no, not sharp. So actually. the the Spiderco the Spiderco Sharp Maker is a good affordable sharpening system. It's just kind of a rod based system with, you know, it comes with fine and coarse rods. It's really easy to use. Mm-hmm. I, I usually recommend that one to anybody that doesn't have any kind of a sharpener because it's it gives you enough of a really quality edge, but not like for a really high price because you can spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on knife sharpeners that are really good and they they keep really super consistent angles and all this and they got multi-level stones and stuff Mm -hmm. and they're great but um as far as something that's pretty affordable is like 50 bucks or so uh then you've got maybe a a relatively nice collection but not a ridiculous amount of of excellent like thousand dollar knives then the sharp maker is a good good one to get into okay I have an Edge Pro Apex. That's what I have. Oh, that's a nice. That's a nice sharpener. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a very. That's like I was. It's one of those multi hundred dollars. Uh, it's, uh, it was expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. So that's my. But, I mean, so Babyface, you haven't been doing your job on that knife, man. I blame that I, squarely I, on your shoulders. Listen, listen, I'll pick it up tomorrow and drop it off on. <laughs> you never. No. Hold on. This is this is my uh, late Boy Scout knife here. So. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that thing can't disappear. <laughs> no. No. Um, let's see. What do you have over there, Patrick? You want to show off a knife? Because of – actually, honestly, because of a Late Boy Scout review and a Nut and Fancy review, hey. this is the first knife I ever bought when I got out of college. So oh, Delica. Delica 4. No, um, cool. And, I mean, you can see – Is this the blue the one? Pocket clip. Yeah. Yeah. You see the pocket clip. It's been well carried a yeah. lot and nice. sharpened and um, this thing was my go-to for a couple years. Like this is a really good knife. <clears throat> standard vg10 on that one right mm, yes the vg10 with the full flat grind yeah is it yeah. sharp i love this it's it is sharp. very sharp i don't have any paper but i can shave my arm if that's what you want <laughs> oh like, dude it will VG10 shave 10 gets really sharp and it yeah i really really like this blade that's cool yeah. 
Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. And you know, the prices have really jumped on those. I was just in the $70 range. I was just looking at that. Bucks now. Yeah. Uh, so you can't get uh, them. One of my coworkers today was like, hey, man, I know you're into outdoorsy stuff. I'm looking at a knife. What should I get? And I was like, oh, Spyderco Delica. That is like yeah. the best go-to first knife. When I bought mine in 2013, it was like I looked at the Amazon thing today. It was $57 Whoa. on Amazon. And I looked today. They're like 80-something bucks now. It's crazy. Why? What's going on with knives? Why are we getting price jumps like that? Um, I don't know where the steel comes from. I'm not sure about the origins of EG10 or – or you know, maybe it's just the jump in steel prices in general. But, mm -hmm. uh, I have noticed that over the past few years, uh, Leatherman products, for instance, mm. you know, you used to be able to get a wave for around 50, 55 bucks. Mm -hmm. Now it's like a hundred bucks or something. Wow. And prices have just jumped. Is this because I mean, of like the trade war or something like that over steel? It's possible. Okay. It's possible. Mm. But prices, yeah, steel prices have definitely gone up. Oh, we need to we need to talk to some of these companies. All right, let's get some more knives here. Um, sure. Since the last time you saw me, oh, hold on, I know where I got the other one. Since the last time you saw me, wait a second, you're gonna enjoy this. Boom. Ooh, <laughs> dude. I'm gonna. <laughs> a dude went pro. Nice. Check that out. Oh, those are great. <laughs> I like I that. Just Is do that, that the Hellhound. Is that the Hellhound blade shape on that one? Um, uh, yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, I'll answer that, right? Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> one is Tonto. Let me see. Which one is? This is kind of... The one is this the, the Hellhound? That's the Hellhound. Yeah, this mm -hmm. is the Hellhound. Yeah, that's like a hundred bucks more than they're usually. Mm. Yeah, and then that's the mm -hmm. Tonto. And then the Tanto, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we we base... And, and obviously, these are Microtechs, which are kind of expensive. But we traded these. Yeah. We You could trade stuff for Microtechs, like... What oh. was that? What, oh. ooh, I don't know. Babyface did some deals. I traded off one of my triggers and some ammo for one for Lola. Does she still have that one? Um, no, I have it. Now. <laughs> oh, I, so your camera's not working for me, so I can't yeah. see. Oh, let me let yeah. me drop Lola, and come back the, in. Give me one second. Lola thinks that this is too big for her to carry every day, so she doesn't actually. So she doesn't want to carry it every day. And then this one would okay. be mine. So now I carry both of them because whatever. Oh, yes. I'm not letting them. And. While we're waiting for Babyface, there we check go. it out. So now I can see. What is the name of that place in Vegas, Shane, where you can go and P get these? PVC? PVK? PVK. PVK, right? So I went to PVK. I went to PVK Vegas, and okay. I got this one. Let me see if I can do a close-up here. It actually has the Hank Strange logo up in it, if we can, get it, to, mm -hmm. we can get it to focus on this. I don't know. There you go. If you can actually see this. So anyway, it's got the Hank Strange logo. Is on that it. etched? Yeah, it's laser etched. Laser in. engraved. Oh, laser engraved that's cool. cool. And so this this one I carry a lot, but I won't give it to Lola because no way. Even though it's a Lola, <laughs> she's gonna have to get her own. Is that one also an Ultratech or is that a UTX eighty five? Yeah, uh, this is a UTX eighty five. This one. That I was just about that's to say the eighty five is mm -hmm. the way to go. Yeah, like, it is it. the perfect size for EDC. Well, and I'll be honest with you, Lola wants the one, so she doesn't like the side trigger. She wants, oh, the, she wants the Dirac? Yeah, there's one that the trigger is more up there, I guess. The new yeah. one is the Dirac, which yeah. has the trigger on the top. Yeah, so. Um, That's a bit more expensive, isn't it? They, I can't remember the yep. pricing, but yeah, I think yeah. they're more expensive. I, they're coming in at like 300 I think, something like that. Yeah. Well, the Ultratechs aren't too far from that nowadays. Yeah. yeah. They've also yeah. jumped in price a bit. Yeah. 
So. Have you, you've got some uh, Microtechs, I'm taking it. Me, I've got one, two, three right now, I think. I had four and I sold one, mm -hmm. uh, but I believe I still have the three. Um, so, I, I'm nice not anywhere near my, my, my Ultratechs right now, but I've mm -hmm. got the... Um, Oh, you look it up. Do you have a way to look it up and then yeah. you put it on screen? Yeah. Look it up the, um, what is it called? The Ultratech Bounty Hunter. Look up the oh, Ultratech Bounty Hunter. Those are I cool. have one of those. The yeah. whole Star Wars line was really cool. Oh, the um, really cool. The ones really for cool. John Wick were awesome. Oh, wait a second. You, this is pretty. Have you seen the, the Star Wars one? Oh, wow. They had a... Uh, the Boba the, Fett. The, the Boba Fett? They had a Boba yes. Fett, a... Jedi Knight, a Sith Lord, and I think a white. Oh, this one is a this is a Blade HQ. Oh, this is your video actually. There, this looks like a right? Boy Scout video. <laughs> probably. That's how he. That's how he. Uh, one of the first videos there were on those. Oh, that's cool. I like this Boba Fett mm -hmm. you're showing off here. Really sharp, sharp knife. Yeah, yeah I'm just looking at you the Boba Fett screen? right You've now. You got on screen. Yeah, yeah, I've got the knife up there right now. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, man, that thing is cool. And now, so they did a second run of it where it's it's kind of like not limited anymore but originally it was that it was a very limited run i don't remember how many pieces they made but i got number 43 i think oh cool. so of the first run of the very of the first run That's so i cool. got in on it really early and got one of the first ones they made oh wow but, okay uh, that thing um, that thing blew me away it still blows me away i keep it kind of on display i don't yeah. really carry it hunter biden's crack uh, pipe says one of my favorites Hunter Biden's crack pipe says a lady at a gun show had the Sith Lord, the Stormtrooper, yep. the Jedi, and the full serrated Tonto bounty hunter. They're really wow. cool. Wow. Yeah. They how how cool. much do those cost? What are they? What are they? Uh, they were, they were a, a bit extra. more than your average Ultra Techs. Mm -hmm. A little bit more than average, but they were not uh, not as much as like the Hellhound that you showed. Yeah, uh, um, it I'm, was mainly I think it was mainly just the, the sort of the custom paint, paint job that they did. Mm -hmm. Okay, and uh, and some of it distressing as well because that that bounty hunter they tried to distress it to make it feel like you know the Bobby the Boba Fett outfit, yep. which was all all very used and distressed, mm -hmm. and so they tried to sort of bring that to it. But that and I think that kind of inspired them down the road. Because mm -hmm. I've seen many, many more microtechs mm -hmm. that come distressed, pre-distressed. And they look cool. And they look really cool. Yeah. yeah. They have a new series of distressed knives that look really, really cool. I don't – let's see if I can show this off. Uh, I don't have any problem distressing my own GTX 85. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> it's plenty distressed already. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All the edges are worn, but it's the great knife. Like, never had a problem with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. What I like about them is that Microtech stands behind their knives. So even um, I believe this one that we originally got for Lola, you know, this came in pretty bad shape and we sent it to them and they cleaned it up and tightened up sharpened. everything and sent it back. Yeah, sharpened it, sent it back to us. Um, I respect yeah. that. I know they're a little bit more expensive and all that, but, you know, um, yes. I think I think it's worth it. Like these are things you can hold on to trade, sell, like you were saying. Um, they continue to have value. Okay, so Tops Knives. I've got another one. I don't know if Babyface does oh, or doesn't. downstairs. Tops Knives. The Millspy is something I also... Uh, Tops Knives makes good knives, man. They make a lot of stuff for, uh, for like, law enforcement uh, and all that kind of stuff. They, I think they make really good knives. And this is the Millspy that I have. I carry this a lot. Nice. Uh, just out of the knives. I'm just showing off knives to you. I don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, we, we could probably keep. Going. I mean, I could go to the drawer and pull out some others. I, I, yeah. I say, yeah, let's see your, you yeah, let's see your knives, man. Throw some. I, just, hang on. I love looking at oh. knives. People can see our this knives any big, day. Heavy box, and it might rip on the way out because it's so full. Can I just tell you guys real quick? This mm-hmm. is the box. Okay. Okay. This is my oh, look at that. <laughs> look, it's cardboard. It's I cut off the flaps. It's just a crappy old box. That's what it is. Okay. <laughs> and I also have um, what do you call it? The mic. The um, the Spiderco. I have some of those. You know, the big folding sheath things that you put all your knives in, and those are really cool too. But for the most part, I keep all my knives. In a box. Semi-expensive, not very expensive, in a in a cardboard box. Mm-hmm. And I've got like four leaks in here, I think. Oh, those leaks are fantastic starter. Three. Well, leaks? is that the name? Oh, is that the brand name? Uh, it's a Ker- Kershaw leak. It's Kershaw. Oh. oh, Kershaw. What leak. a good first knife to get. Really? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's They're really not horribly nice expensive. Knife. You can get them for like $30, $35, $40. Mm. They have a really cool – is that what Warren Claw? Is that what that's called, the drop point? Uh, I think you call this one Warren Cliff. Yeah, Warren Cliff. Warren Cliff, that's what it is. And they yeah. are awesome. Mm. Yeah. And uh, USA made with really mm-hmm. nice steel too. Affordable steel with really nice yeah. steel. What else is in here? Uh, Smash oh, those thumbs up for like... the knives right now, people. Go ahead. This is, this is sort of like Kershaw's, in my opinion, their follow-up to the leak and this is Ooh. the oh shoot have i really forgotten the name of it <laughs> it's model 1812 whatever that is but this is an m390 and it's one of the it's it's very slim very nice looking and it, in my opinion it kind of you know compares to the leak very very well as far as the dividend. size dividend thank you mm-hmm. it was at the tip of my tongue as far as the <laughs> size as far as the thickness it's really comparable to the leak, and so I really like the dividend. Hmm. Uh, particularly this M three ninety one is very very nice. Gosh, dudes! Uh, <laughs> pull out go something. Like you got, we got here. like three minutes here. Let's see what. Pull out some awesomeness. Um, should I show a um, a benchmade or is that? Uh... <laughs> no, it's fine. You can show a benchmade. We won't hold see it against you. <laughs> this is still one of the ones I really like. This is the nine forty three. It's a version of the nine forty. But you can see that it's got this big, long clip point blade instead of the. Yeah, I like the sleek stealthiness it of it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 All blacked out. Very cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's one of my favorite bench maids and still is. Yeah. yeah. Always <laughs> was, still is. But, right, right. I don't know. Oh, and this is my Delica. Oh, oh I, I gave my, that is I gave, cool. I gave my other Delica to my son, so he, he has that as his one of his nicer pocket knives. But this is with the Zome. Uh, scale pattern on it they do this uh they have they they've got um i guess it's a type of a a craft that is done by their their japanese uh, makers Mm -hmm. and they this is just this you know these craftsmen go in and they kind of either they die or they actually drop in little bits of plastic i'm not super sure about how the process works but they create this all by hand so every single one is different so if you you, if I bought five of this exact knife, they would all look different. That's and cool. To me, yeah, I really like that fact. This one is an S30V. You can only get it in S30V for a little while. You can't find it in S30V mm-hmm. anymore. I don't think you can find the color anymore either. But um, this one right now, uh, this one I bought for the price that a standard Delica is going for right now. 
but that's how much this cost at that time. So yeah, it's kind of it's kind of crazy that yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. kind of crazy that I got the premium one and now the standard ones go for the same price. Yeah. The yeah. Let me get a question in here. Someone has a question for you while you're uh, looking that up. Uh, Night Train says, uh, "Can you please ask the late Boy Scout his thoughts on the CRKT Provoke Karambit?" Um, oh, I think I know which one that is. That's the one that you sort of like, you squeeze it or push it in a certain way, and then the, the blade sort of comes out and it sort of like falls back into the, It's a very strange, uh, strange knife. Provoke Karambit. Hang on a second. That is a weird looking thing. Yeah, I believe that's one Karambit. of Karambit. Hold on, let me see. I'll yeah. It's with a yeah, K, yeah, yeah. Karambit. Yeah, let me try yeah, to make yeah. that up. Provoke hmm. Karambit. It's a very, it's a very strange but very cool approach to creating a knife, period. But <laughs> it's turning this into a karambit, that's really cool. Um, it, it's it, it's not cheap. It's D2 steel. Uh, I think it's – I don't remember where it's produced. It might be Chinese produced. I don't remember. It's cool. But it is it is very, very cool. Very cool design. Yeah, yeah I mean, if you're into karambits, that's a great one to get. Provoke karambit let me see if i can get a picture of it up here for the people before we get out of here oh, okay i see yeah it should it looks, be in like a movie or something because it's folding yeah it yeah. looks a lot like a um it looks like some kind of dinosaur claw <laughs> yeah kind of a deal but mechanical yeah and that in deserves to be in the next john wick, john wick movie yeah it's, yeah it doesn't fold so much as it just sort of like emanates from the handle it's weird sort of gear shifting motion of pieces of the handle and the blade just kind of comes out of it it's mm -hmm. strange but it's it's really cool i think i have a shot show video where i visited crkt and they showed this okay and the guy 200. cut himself on it so oh really while you were doing he cut himself thing? on it while we were looking at it oh but, wow um, yeah it seems good. like that kind of knife you definitely need a practice there's a, a practice model. I, I, I just pulled this up. There's a video of Doug Markaita showing how to fight, uh, do knife fighting with a karambit knife. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty cool. <laughs> that knife that Doug Markaita designed was the one I lost. And it's a karambit oh, like oh, that. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's the one he gave me one. Oh, and I man. lost it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Very, that very... Sucks. Yeah, very that upset about too. that. Uh, one quick thing. Walter was talking about, I think, a cold steel, the throwing, one of the throwing axes or something like that. Uh, if we go back here somewhere. And he was saying that the handle broke on it on the uh, the handle broke on it on the second throw or something. Do you know anything about the cold steel? Oh, yeah, here it is. Cold steel Spetsnaz shovel, supposed to be a throwing shovel. Yeah. Handle broke on second throw, contacted them, no reply. Oh, that sucks. That sucks bad, man. So here's the thing with those handles. They are – I think they consider them to be consumables. Mm -hmm. And you can you know, you know, can break the handles. I mean they're uh, – I think they're hickory, but they can break. And so if you break that on a throw or on some other thing, I think they would probably consider that, hey, look, dude, just buy a new handle. That's probably what Cold Steel would say to you. Oh, can so we just – can you just get a polymer handle? handle? <laughs> Uh, maybe. Yeah, because, I, I mean, if you're going to so be sure practicing, you'll be breaking too. those. Yeah. Yeah, you may break that, too. Yeah. Uh, but I believe the the handles, so I think you can get the uh, the handle either for the small Spetsnaz shovel or for the big trench shovel. 
Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and I'm pretty sure they're interchangeable as well. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. You know what's crazy? We burned two hours without even thinking about it. It went by yeah. really fast. <laughs> And I have like a list of stuff that I brought to talk about. Uh, we <laughs> you know Which what? It's fine. I had fun. Yeah, we need to get you back here again. You know, because sure. it's always fun talking to you. I know we bounce around. We talk about a lot of different things, but it's always cool catching up to you. Seems like the people here appreciate that. Um, let's do this. Let's go around. Let's get. Uh, let's figure out from you know how the folks out there can support everyone. I want to start with Babyface. Patrick, how can the people support you? What have you been up YouTube.com. to? YouTube.com slash babyfacep. Every Monday, something new comes out. Don't know what it is until it shows up on Monday morning. But uh, there you go. Okay, because you are editing it, what, Sunday night or something? Sunday <laughs> night sometimes. <laughs> right up to the last minute. I hear That's that. pretty much. <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yep. Yeah, okay, very cool. Babyfacep, that's where you need to go. All right, Shane, late Boy Scout, how can the people out there support you? Well, again, follow me on YouTube, youtube.com slash the late Boy Scout. New videos come out whenever. I don't really stick to a day anymore, but uh, they come out when they come out. And uh, facebook.com slash the late Boy Scout. Great place to find good deals on firearms, gear, ammo, knives, you know, worthwhile things that people like us will be interested in. And uh, if you're interested in some of the t shirts, check out my Teespring shop as well. You'll find the links underneath my videos and uh, some of my original designs and some other things like that. So, yeah. 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 I know we didn't get into as many things as you guys wanted to. Uh, hopefully we'll get him back here soon and we'll talk about stuff. But in the meanwhile, don't forget, if you go support him on Teespring or Facebook and, you know, I'm going to send him 10 of these, like five of each of these patches and he's going to give it away to you guys. So go support the late Boy Scout. I would really appreciate it. Uh, and, of course, support Babyface P. You know, just to make sure that I have a place to sharpen my knives, because <laughs> yeah, that's important. So, you know, we got to keep that going here. Uh, I want to thank everyone. Don't forget about the old light sale that starts at midnight. Okay, don't forget about going to HankStrange.com, signing up for the email list. Of course, thanks to Harry's Holsters for sponsoring us. Let me drop the end here if I press the right button. No, that's not the right button. Boom. <laughs> All right. Go subscribe to the channel, ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live. We're going to rip out the audio of this and throw it up on iTunes and all the other places that you get this stuff. I know there's a bunch of stuff we didn't talk about. Uh, For everyone who wanted to talk about the Twitter thing with Trump, there is a video that I think is either on or it will be on soon where we were talking about this. So you guys could, you know, get into that. Shane, Babyface, any last words here before I press the button? I'm just really thankful to be on, dude. Thank you for having me. It's uh, it's always fun to chat with you guys. Absolutely, man. We I could do this for like six hours, but I'll spare <laughs> yeah. you. I'll spare you this time. This time. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. I don't even know. I don't know. I don't have any idea. Oh, I think we have Kevin Dixie and some other people on tomorrow, so it should be it should be spicy tomorrow. It's going to be. I hope you're ready for that. We're out of here. Peace. See ya. Take care.